What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 71 of the No Mercy podcast. This is the much-awaited Roe v. Wade debate, uh, the abortion debate, the religion debate. We went a lot of different angles, me and Bobby, on this podcast, and Mercury Retrograde is upon us. So we fought more than usual uh, on these topics. We talked about the Pfizer documents, the stock market crash, the NFTs, Chappelle getting attacked, uh, naked pictures to NASA, Biden sending $40 billion to Ukraine, uh, Bobby's fucking cartel business of video games. You name it, we covered it on this one. You guys are going to like it. You're going to enjoy it. Let us know what you think. And coming later this week, the official launch party for No Mercy Plus. I told the guys, got to tighten this fucking ship up. That last beta episode that they threw out was trash. This one is fire. So me, Danny, and Kurt already have that recorded. That's coming out later in the week. That will be on the No Mercy feed. So keep your eye out for that. That is the one where we will be judged off, not this beta one that they wanted to do beforehand. On that one, me and Danny went to war over Donald Trump. You'll be very surprised about some of my Trump opinions. We talked about the new press secretary, Ministry of Truth, all that. But on this podcast, killer episode, myself and Bobby, I thought it was great. I thought we attacked some hard-hitting issues and hit some shit that a lot of people didn't want to fucking talk about. So uh, it is here. It is done. It is live. Go listen to it. Let us know what you think. Subscribe download review so without further ado hit it miyagi mercy is for the weak we do not train to be merciful here a man face you he is enemy enemy deserve no mercy what up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with episode 71 of the No Mercy podcast. We got a lot to fucking talk about on this episode. Uh, I don't even want to, I'm not even going to tease it because I probably teased it in the intro and I always fucking retease it here because I do the intro later. So I'm just going to get right introdu- into it. Introduce my co-host, Bob's Lessons, who I'm about to tear a new asshole <laughs> in about 30 seconds. So what up, Bobby? So you should... Like, definitely, I'm now the official Pablo Escobar of gaming. So there needs to be some kind of title associated with me now. Because I'm not just selling, I thought it was like, Pablo Escobar. I, but that, I think I should be introduced as Pablo Escobar from should here Should I? On. All right, you want to try it over again? All right. Yeah, let's start over. All right, cut, take two. Cut, take two. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 71 of No Mercy Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Pablo Escobar. Thank you. So... Now that I am Pablo Escobar, we're talking about literally I am the number one international international dealer of video games mm. in the entire in the United world? States. Are you in really? the entire, at least in the United States. I'm now dealing heavyweight. Wait. Okay. Not just individual games, not just dime bags selling on the streets. I'm pushing weight, weight internationally. Weight. And I'm pl- shutting down competition <laughs> and pushing weight. And the funny thing is, this is exactly the thing that I'm going to tear you a new asshole about. Did you know that? <laughs> or did you just want to? Because I wanted to get your your big video game haul in because I think it's important. Uh, I'm going to compliment you and then yeah. rip your asshole wide open and fuck oh, you full well, arm, shoulder deep. I knew coming into this show that, you know, whenever I something good happens to me, you bring me back down to earth. Immediately. Right. Yeah. So I, no. I've mentally prepared myself for whatever's coming there. I have to continually clip your wings. There's no yeah. way I can let you fly higher than myself, the eagle. So yeah. I will compliment you first. 
and mm-hmm. we'll get into the shit. You know how this goes. We spend about 15, 20 minutes bantering over nonsense, and then we get to the real topics you want to listen to. So mm-hmm. I will compliment you first on that you uh, lost your job. Yes. Uh, due to yeah, I'll compliment you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you got fired because you're a worthless piece of shit. Uh, no, you lost your job because you refused to take the COVID vaccine. Correct. Right? And we're gonna talk. See how that turned into a compliment real quick. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. See, just just let me go here. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You'll uh, know when I'm about to light you on fire. I will, will never interrupt you while you're complimenting. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So so just trust me on this. Um, but you did lose your job because you refused to take the COVID vaccine at uh, one of your dream jobs, actually hosting a radio show for those yeah. people that don't know. And uh, you walked away because of your principles. And I think you should have a heavy lawsuit coming because a little bit later in this podcast, we're going to talk about the new Pfizer documents that were released and all the shit that went down involving that, how they were forcing people to take vaccines all over the fucking place. And now we're finding out that, oops, a lot of people shouldn't have been taking these Maybe someone who has Crohn's disease and other autoimmune issues like Pablo Escobar. But that's another story for another day. Either Mm -hmm. way, you or another hour, probably get to that in about 45 minutes. So you left that. And obviously, you were a little tight financially at that point. Anyone who loses their job after coming off a fucking year of no working and COVID and everything. So what the fuck am I going to do? So you started this little video game company, which was a little, you know, I'm going to go buy some games online and then I'm going to resell them on eBay. And then it grew and it grew and it grew. And now it's grown to the point where you're actually, it's your full-time job, basically. And this is how you're paying your rent. This is how you're supporting your life, correct? Yeah, it's basically, and I know a lot of people have seen the movie Blow. Like, it started out with me, like, dealing with shady, like, dudes, you know, like, like the Pee Wee Herman Herman character. Weirdos, like, your little little 140-pound ass walking in there. Now we're at the scene where, like, I'm at the source in Colombia, you know, like, where, you know, people are getting shot, and I'm yeah. just like, fuck it. I'm well, you gr- got to come in. to your consigliere's of me and Bill Rupp. By the way, Bill <laughs> Rupp is not able to join us. That's Bob's fault. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, Bill's at Costco right now, so he might be able to call in. But, uh, yeah, you had to you had to literally reach out to us for advice. Like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Well, now we had actually talked about you guys being my – eyes in the northeast similar right. to where like you know you need guys you know distributing the cocaine and mm-hmm. uh different you know regions so you are on facebook marketplace and other places you know looking out for me in different regions of the and country. we're thinking so about now, opening yeah. up a, a a bablo escobar north and yeah. actually because bill's a garage sale expert and we're gonna oh, go man. to like we're gonna hunt down garage sales and just go and just fucking just sweep up every video game they have and then sell them to you at a markup so that you can then do whatever the fuck you want with them. Yeah. I've already put one store out of business and now everybody's, you know, coming to me. So, you know, now it's going international. So that that's where we're at in the movie right now. So hopefully it ends a little bit different than Johnny Depp. I mean, you know where the movie ends? You want to come full circle simulation? <laughs> the movie ends with you in jail with me. Because <laughs> right, yeah. you do remember I was in jail with George Young. <laughs> right, right. Johnny right. Depp's character in Blow. So yeah. as we're talking about Johnny Depp later on uh, in this episode, uh, that is a true story. He was actually my first friend in prison when I went to jail. And he was a decrepit old man who was, and I'll never forget the image of this old man sweeping cigarette butts, like can't even move. Just like the second I went to talk to him, he was just talking to me about everything. I didn't even know what the fuck he was. Literally the whole first day I talked to him, didn't know it was George Young. Uh, and like the most fucking famous Coke dealer in the history of the world. 
And then, uh, so I was in heaven, Bob. I'm in prison. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next couple of years. I'm like, fuck, this is going to be terrible. And my first best friend's George fucking Young. Like, this is like gold. And then all of a sudden, I go back about three or four days later, and the mafia guys were like, you can't talk to him ever again. He's a fucking rat. He's a snitch. And if you talk to him, you're out. So I ended up finding out why he liked me so much and wanted to talk to me so much. Because no one else would else fucking would. talk to him, right? <laughs> because he's a rat. And you're not supposed to talk to rats and snitches in prison. So, Bob. And that, if- that's a lesson because that was my problem in the tw- in my 20s is I was always talking to the people that nobody else would. And then I was always yeah. wondering why they liked me so much, you know? <laughs> yes. And they would message me at all hours of the day. And then I realized that nobody else would talk to them. Yep. And so basically, if the simulation holds true, you will end up in prison with an old, decrepit <laughs> me and you will reverse role character. on. But um, oh, so, yeah, so you had your big video game haul. You sold what was it like almost three grand worth of video games? Yeah, about twenty five hundred dollars worth wow. of weight. And we're talking ha- kilos, kilos, kilos of fucking gigabytes of or, or you know, 16 bit <laughs> games. The would you agree that the only reason you held off on selling it initially was because you are obsessed with your inventory? Yes, it's it's I um it's really toting the line between hoarding and you know yes. hoarding slash collecting and slash selling obsessed slash yeah. weird slash pendulum slash yes all of it. I mean it's it's all of it it's all of it. But I mean you know realistically like I think anybody that owns a business and has inventory like a lot of people get attached to yeah, their you inventory. Do. You do especially you know? when it's a cool collectible. You know, yeah. it's not just like a fucking T-shirt or something that you can go like. Have you ever have you ever walked into an antique store and you can tell the lady that owns it doesn't really want to sell? Yeah. Half the shit in there. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to convince you, like, not to buy it. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, that's really expensive. Yeah. And it comes from <laughs> in this, uh, you know, and before you know it, she's convinced you not to buy it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I do know that feeling exactly because there's this little like weird crystal hemp place up there. And whenever I go in for like the cheap shit, she's like, oh, take this and you want this and you want that. And there's this big fucking like Buddha thing up there that I always talk to. She's like, oh, I mean, it's a little cumbersome. It's a little tough. You got to make sure you put it in the right spot. You don't want to ding it. You don't want to. Cl-. She's talking to me. Out of like, it. Yeah. like ask you questions of what you're going to do. Yeah, it. exactly. Like, where are you going to put it? Was your first care? question. Like, the only the thing you up. should care about is the price. Right. Like, I don't. That's the only thing I want to say just about anything like. There's no, like, when it comes to the market, right, and buying and selling, like, people ask me this all the time. Are you a collector or a reseller? And my question to them always is, why the fuck Fuck does it matter matter what I do with these once they're mine? You give me a price. I say yes or no. We either agree to it or we don't agree to it. And then when I grab it, if I want to play with it, if I want to fucking put it on my wall, if I want to smash it, if I want to burn it. Why do you care? It's no longer in your possession anymore. Yeah, That's emotional what... attachment. Yeah. It's that emotional attachment. And and I will say that the uh it does show to kind of talk about what's going on. Obviously, we see Biden's America, how everyone's fucking out of work. Everyone no one even wants to fucking work. Everyone's broke. Fucking stock market's crashing. Inflation's at all time highs. Gas prices through the roof. We're sending fucking forty billion dollars to fucking Ukraine instead of bailing out all the fucking businesses and fucking trying to help people who are struggling in this country. But it does show while everyone's out here fucking crying and making fucking excuses that you were able to build a fucking enterprise right. out of nothing out right. of an idea just because you liked collecting video games. And next yeah. thing you know, you're making literally like fucking four grand, you probably make four or five grand this month just right. selling fucking video games and your startup budget was like a hundred dollars. Well, that's, that's the thing you, is you actually is, you jumped it yeah. off with gambling money. Right. Yes. Wasn't it the my bookie off. bets for during college basketball that got you the money that I convinced you to pull out 
So therefore, I should probably get 50% of everything. <laughs> I knew that it was going to come back to you, you getting something. Always but comes yeah, back started, to me. You need, you know, you don't need much startup capital. You also, you know, I had a friend that invested a little bit. You know, he, he gave me his collection for a very low price. And so that kind of, but realistically, it, it's, it's, whether it's games or whether it's anything, it's just about, you know, making your money grow and continuing to reinvest and just continuing to make your money grow. I look at a video game the same way you would look at a stock or, or right. any type of inventory or whether or not you got silver or whatever. If you think it's going to increase in value or you can make money turning it around, um, you know, do it. It's just that that's what I know the value of this stuff. Similar to where, like, you switch from stocks to sports because you made the analogy – I know who's going to win this Dallas Mavericks game more than I'm going to know what's going to happen to McDonald's stock. Right, and I still have my stock trading and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk about that. I'm going to do a little a little mini stock trading lesson on here. Keep in mind, whatever I say at the beginning, don't hold me to it at the end because we will forget everything we're saying right now. So I will say I have planned to do a little stock trading coaching lesson because I've posted some tweets you guys have known over the last five or six years, um, you know, Love talking about myself, so I'll brag for a second. Yes, do. I don't think there's anyone who's been more accurate for free on large-scale moves that could have 20X'd your money on Twitter than myself. Um, mm. Just just the telling everyone, take your whole entire portfolio and buy oil in it in June, June 6th of 2021 when it was $60 a barrel. You basically doubled your net worth if you did that. You could have yeah. bought all the monkeys and chimps and fucking you know, Netflix and all this you want, but you basically had a real asset. You doubled your net work and worth and you're sitting in something that's going to continue to rise. So we'll do a little bit of talk about that. Obviously, it'll tie to the NFT community, which me and Bob are throwing a party over. That's crashing. It's mm -hmm. dying. It's literally dead before our eyes. And uh, we'll talk about that. But yeah, you should uh, take note that those of you crying that you don't know how to make money, uh, you just watched a and fucking I retard fucking yeah. start a business off $100. <laughs> I mean, literally, there's no one dumber than this fucking <laughs> I know. Here's the other. And I was talking. I asked you guys this question. I'm glad that you you and Bill both answered it the same way. I texted you guys. I said, I said, do you guys think, you know, how do you feel about scalpers? Like, are you against like ticket scalpers? And both of you said no. And I said, me too, man. Because yeah. here's the thing. You know, if you have the hustle, you know, to take these tickets at a certain value, know that it's going to sell out and then resell it at a higher price. The person always has the option to say, no, no I would no. not like to purchase the ticket at this price. Right. The, the scalper is worthless if the consumer is unwilling to pay. Right. And, and that's why this is going to tie into everything today because, you know, listen, this Johnny Depp case with Amber Heard is nothing if the consumer doesn't watch it all day. Right. Like, I haven't like watched people, it all. You haven't watched it at all, right? At all. So you have not invested no, have no any of your fucking time into it, and everybody's bitching that oh, this is a distraction. This is a distraction. Well, it you're only letting it is be a distraction if you let it be. Right? If you False let it flags be. don't exist unless you fall for them, unless you right. watch them. Exactly. I'm watch. Speaking of watching, I'm watching Biden speak right now. As he's talking, I'm short the entire stock market. The Dow Jones just went it's from dropping. down 101 to down 248. I'm watching the live tracker right now. So like Biden speaking is the opposite yeah. of like an Elon Musk tweet. Yeah, exactly. His <laughs> mouth opens and blood just falls out of it and red all over the stock market. But um, so the final thing on this before we switch gears is that um, I do want to rip you a new asshole right here that uh, I will read this text that was sent to me and Bill. Um, oh, so are texts no longer private exchanges? Anymore? No, 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 not at all. No, 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 oh, not at all. If they're really funny, no, they're not. <laughs> I noted. Um, I have to find it here. 
so this is the press secretary where I got to find the text. So Bobby basically um, lost it, like went batshit because he woke up one morning and he had a dream. So if you want to tell them about what the dream was, Bob, real quick. Well, yeah. So <clears throat> I had a dream a couple days ago. And, you know, if you want to talk about simulations and alternate realities and dream states, right? It's almost like you're you're slipping into an avatar, like into a separate, you know, alternate universe. So in this alternate universe, I am walking down the streets of downtown Memphis and this truck t bangs a left and it bangs a left too hard and it tops it tips over and out spills pallets of sealed original Nintendo video games like Zelda, Mario Brothers and like <laughs> worth hundreds of thousands of dollars spilled out on the floor and so the guy gets out and he's panicked he's like oh fuck i gotta get you know i gotta get these across the country and, and he's like they're worthless now he told me that he was gonna claim the truck is stolen and for me to grab whatever i can get my hands on <laughs> and so i'm like oh shit this is a fucking gold mine let me get and my this car. is how this is what puts you in jail in three years when this really happens <laughs> exactly. in the simulation and this is why you end up being george young so I get my car and I'm back, literally backing up, putting gold back in, in the truck car. up. No pun intended. Back in the Brinks truck up. It's fucking just stuffing my truck filled with hundred thousand dollars. Huge fucking boner. And yes. And, and I don't know if you guys have ever had a lucid dream, but in my dream, I said, I must be dreaming. Wake up, wake up. And I still didn't wake up. So I was convinced that this was real. <laughs> Only to be woken up like 30 minutes later. And come back to that like sobering reality that I lost out on millions you're of dollars. You're still slinging dime bags. I'm still slinging dime bags, and it was, and I I swear to God, like I I almost started crying. I was so. So upset. here is the text, okay? Um, just out of nowhere. All right. First of all, he goes. He's talking about because we're going to talk about the new press secretary, and he's talking about something completely different. Right. And yeah. then out of nowhere, it just comes in with, I'm not kidding you. I had a dream last night that a truck crashed in front of me on a road with crates filled with sealed Nintendo games fell out. And I asked the guy how much. And he said, grab what you can. I kept saying, am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? Try to wake up. And I couldn't. Then I woke up. I almost cried. Swear to God. Lost out on 100,000 by waking up. That's what he said. Lost out on 100,000 by waking up. And we're just laughing. He goes, I'm not kidding. Never been so upset. Even after dreams where I'm having great sex and wake up. $100,000 down the fucking drain, dude. I go, you do realize how insane this sounds, right? If you found a gold mine and then woke up, you'd be upset too. It was an opportunity lost. <laughs> opportunity lost. Bill's like, this is nuts. It was a dream, dude. Wow. Like, we're just, like what a fucking weirdo. You want to talk about me being obsessed with a blue check mark? Wow. Let me Never ask you this. Make fun it of me for getting my Twitter back or being obsessed with it <laughs> ever again. Because the fucking Nintendo pendulum you are on is it's like, bad. I have to worry about you now. Well, to where I want to stay in a dream state. I almost cried, dude. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I really did, man. <laughs> it, it, you know, and you, you go back in. Fucking loser. It's like losing out on a jackpot. No, you didn't lose out on anything. It's fake. It wasn't fake. It's, listen, listen. Dreams are way less fake than space. It's okay. Everybody see the movie Avatar. You know the guy. He's like handicapped, right, in real life, and then he slips into his avatar, and he's like this fucking, you know, he's this king that can hunt and fucking fly on these fucking dragons. <laughs> That's what you and felt then, like. You found seven Zelda games, and you felt like a king who can hunt like and fly on a dragon. 
I feel like the Avatar guy, and then you know, Were you, you know, the fucking... as you stack the fucking <laughs> Mario games in your front. Yeah, and then they pull the plug, and he goes back to the reality, and he doesn't have legs. I mean, I woke up and I'm like sick with Crohn's shit in my ass, <laughs> and I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, oh that's why God. it's like that's why I think this this uh you know metaverse Oculus mm-hmm. alternate reality where you could live permanently. Oh, in that's that state, the future, yeah. And you could be a completely different person than the sobering reality. I mean, that's like the that's the dystopian side where of this we're dream. Going. Is that I was so obsessed with who I was in this dream state that when I woke up, I was upset with my life. I got a good show <laughs> for you to watch. Yeah, I mean, listen, you should have been upset with your life. <laughs> Every time I wake up, swinging dime bags, and you're going to die in three years from an autoimmune <laughs> disease. Yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> the Electric Dreams. You should watch that show. It's kind of like okay. the new Black Mirror, and it's like every episode's a different thing. And you know, I'm obsessed with alternate realities, and I feel like that this is all fake. Like that's why I don't take life very seriously because I don't think this is fucking real. And it's about there's a couple episodes on it that are about like your dream state is your real life, and your real life is your dream state type thing, and you can shuffle back and forth with this new headgear and shit. Uh, it's really interesting. I think you guys would like it out there. I won't ruin any of the episodes for you, but Electric Dreams, it's on Amazon Prime. You guys should definitely check it out if you like that kind of simulation, Nick Hinton, alternate reality type stuff uh, that goes on. But uh, I love that sick. shit. But I mean, everybody, you know, has that dream where like you wake up and then you try to go back to sleep to go into that same dream and it never happens. And this is why I feel like the uh, Anunnaki, uh, when they come down, are going to have me being one of the most powerful people or aliens or whatever the fuck I am in the world because I don't have them. I don't have dreams, and I'm obsessed with dreams, and I don't have them anymore. I stopped having them about 10 years ago, and I, that's kind of when I really woke all the way the fuck up, and it's really strange for me. When people talk about their dreams, I get so jealous because I literally don't have them, and everyone's like, you do have them. You just don't remember. Well, I mean, fucking... If someone, it's like fucking, uh, what's it, uh, uh, Schrodinger's what do you mean, cat. So like, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay, okay. okay. Then, then okay. Then I have them. If I don't remember them, I don't have them. Right? A tree falls in the woods. Whatever. But okay, maybe I have them and they're blocked. <laughs> A tree falls in the woods. Dot dot dot. Whatever. Yeah. You know what that means. Me, I do. I do <laughs> know that means. You know the thing. That's you know the thing. <laughs> that's the greatest quote in no mercy you know the tree thing. falls in the woods whatever tree falls in the woods dot 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 you know the thing uh so but yeah i'm so jealous because i'm fucking obsessed with it and shit and like even right now like mercury retrograde just started oh and, my god and you think i'm retarded for it i let me guess did you lose a bet last night i mean i mean yes yes that's why <laughs> Any bet lost during Mercury retrograde is always Mercury retrograde's fault. Yeah. But um, you don't even, what's crazy is that you don't believe in Mercury retrograde. I think because you heard Mercury and you went, space is fake and gay. I don't believe in it. Well, it's not that I, I don't think it's fake. I think, you know, it's used, it's like those fucking women that believe, like, you know, like too much. I mean, I understand that the astrology shit, but like, you're when calling they use me it, a liberal woman who believes too much in crystals and hugging trees. Is yes. that what you're comparing me I to? I mean, right essentially now? dude, because you use it as a crutch, just like everybody, like, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tommy. Fuck. So, see, like, now I just drop my pen. Cause it's retrograde. It's like, it's like <laughs> your retrograde is your cue. That's what no, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can really like, any retrograde's time real. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> You're like you're like big booms next week. Retrograde's <laughs> about to hit, you know. Like 
I mean, it's like it's like when you look up your horoscope and it could apply to fucking anybody. Like you're a fucking great person. You uh, like puppies, you know. And then listen, like, oh, I'm that's an Earth so girl. Me, I'm an Earth yeah. girl. Is Earth girl a thing, or did I make that up? Because I mean, we used there to is, call I know there's these, Indigo Child, right? So we used to call these two lesbians. Um, actually, my first threesome ever. Um, these we didn't have sex, but it was close enough. I was fucking 18, so it counts. Um, these two lesbian girls who were like hemp girls, you know, like they like, you know, one of one of them was like a white girl with kind of the dreads. You know what I'm talking about? Like the hipster fucking girls never wore bras. Everything was cut in half like one of those mm-hmm. girls. But they were cute and bubbly and flowery and they were always happy. They were fucking probably finger popping each other's vaginas when no one was looking. And they were very like into the universe and all this kind of stuff and like all that. And I wasn't back then. So I used to call them Earth Girls because they just felt like they were like a part of the Earth. You know, they weren't even humans. Sure. They were like like walking plants, you know, like don't touch the tree, you know, things like that. And that's why I, I think I don't know if that's a real term or not, but I got a lot of Earth Girl in me, Bob, deep down under this this thick layer of alpha cock, like this asshole like layer that's here, this, this jerk off that's like sealing it. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of Earth Girl in me, Bob, and retrograde's fucking real, bro. It's a real okay. thing. It's a real so- thing. Can you give me like a like a like a idiot's guide to Mercury retrograde? So I don't believe in it the way other people believe in it. I think I believe in it in a way that you will actually I could I think I could bring you over to retrograde. Okay. okay. So it happens. I'm not gonna read you the actual definition. You guys could look it up while you're on the fucking podcast. Um, it's basically it looks like Mercury's going backwards, blah, 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 whatever. But it basically <laughs> dot 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 whatever. Dot dot dot, you know the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it basically that's gotta be a t-shirt. It yeah. basically um, affects communication, affects our energy, affects our mood. It's a time where you shouldn't take a lot of chances, shouldn't take a lot of risks. You're going to be in fights with your girlfriend. Like I guarantee you, you and Ashley are going to be in a fight in the next two weeks over something ridiculous. And it's, it's going to get bigger and bigger than it should be. Right. So mm-hmm. retrograde is a time for chaos, right? Okay. Now, most people think it's because of the planetary alignments and the energy that comes in from space and all that. I don't believe in that because I'm with you. I think space is fake and gay, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't initially, Bob's moved me over. We basically found a common ground on the moons of satellite about four or five years ago. And that's where I went full bore Bobby. So I am, I am a firm believer in that. What I do believe it is, I do believe we're living in some sort of a firmament dome and we're basically just fucking these simulated things that are, you know, being fucked with by aliens or whatever the fuck it is. And I believe that every three months they change the energy of the earth. You do believe in energy. Correct. I I 100 believe in energy and magnetism right. and things like that. So, yeah, right. So. so so with that, you've talked. I about think it what a lot. it is. I think I hear Mercury, and that's what. Right. It just off. turns you off because it's a planet, and you don't believe in planets. Right. Which so. I think is a bad thing. It, it it I think I'm not practicing what I preach. Right. But, I, but no, I get it. I, I mean, I yeah. get it because if something's based off something you know you already don't believe in, you should research it. But you know, you're not as smart as me. So <laughs> okay. But but here's the thing. I think it's energy and uh vibrations that they put into our little fucking fake world that we're living in right here mm-hmm. to cause chaos to make sure people don't get too comfortable because i do believe we are nothing more than a living reality show i do believe the good place is more in line with what goes on in the afterlife than fucking heaven and hell right like i think this mm-hmm. is hell i think this is the game i think this is the simulation and that's why i always say that's why it would make sense if you want to constantly just like inject some chaos every 90 days or so. Mm -hmm. It makes total sense. And we tracked it. So I'm a data guy. 
So when I didn't believe in it and I worked at the stock trading company and then I went on to, you know, my own trading school and all that, um, there was an earth girl who was my admin, right? She was my favorite person, this girl Kelly. And she was so into like earthing and she would walk around barefoot in the office. You know, one of those girls, right? Even in a corporate environment, she's yeah. still like, like, uh, and I think everybody needs people oh, like that. You they're know what I'm best. saying? I love them. I love, she was my count. We used to joke that she was like the yin to my yang because I was always like, oh, and she was like, calm yeah. down, Tommy. And it was, she was like this calming effect. So she used to always preach this shit to me and I wasn't into this shit at all. I wasn't even big on the energy stuff at all that point. I thought I controlled my universe and I'm the king of my castle type thing. And she actually converted me over where she would tell me, Tommy, Mercury retrograde starting tomorrow. Just be cognizant of it. You know, don't blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, shut, stop, Kel. Seriously, like, get this earth girl shit out of here. And then it started to happen, right? Like all the time. And then I started to say, this is only happening because it's in my head. And I'm either using it as an excuse or I know it. Like, you know, the same thing that you're saying right now, right? Like every time mm-hmm. you do something bad happens, you blame. And then what I did, because I realized I talked to my coworker, and we both were didn't believe in it. And I said, you know what? It does feel like, because I'm like, when did it happen last? And she told, let's say it was March right now. And we were having a bad trading week, which really never happened. And then she was like, last time was December. And I was like, bro, didn't we get fucking slaughtered in December? I was like, when was it before that? And she's like, July. And I went to the portfolio. I'm like, dude, we got killed in July too. And then I start, I said, I went back four and a half years. I think the total was like 58 months. I went back, which it comprised about, uh, 16 retrogrades or 12 retrogrades, whatever. What, bro? Every retrograde, we had a dip in our performance, mm. and then every and like we timed it because the dates are in stone and the data is in stone, so it was no longer a hypothesis. Could it have been a coincidence? Possibly, but we have a whole thing at fucking four deep that when retrograde starts, I'm fucking terrible. I get hit early the week leading up into it, the two weeks leading up into it. And then I come out of it in the middle and I've been able to track our whole staff. And it's a running joke at four deep that I could tell you when people are entering and exiting retrograde. And it's been going on for two years. The thing about this one though, and I'll end here. I actually have kind of been in like a retrograde state for like for over 15 a month. Years? Well, yeah, oh, a month. For 42 years, technically fuck yourself. <laughs> but I'm curious to see this time. Cause I'm usually in heaven heading into it almost every time. This is the first time where I feel like I've been in retrograde heading into it. So because it shifts the energy that's taking place, I'm very curious to see over the next few weeks if this time it shifts me out. So uh, that's my I don't, uh, you know, study. And I don't think, you know, I think there's validity to that. I think I look at it like magnetism, like you were saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's the way I look at it with with magnets, right? If you have a positive and a negative charge, it affects what's in between it and how you manipulate the magnet well, you know, you can manipulate objects, right? And people attract to one charge or, you know, Mm -hmm. attract to the other charge. You know, the similar, similar to the whole idea of the moon, you know, like I've noticed like when there's a full moon, I actually feel better than when, uh, you know, it's different for everyone. Right. Yeah. Like I noticed that like my health is better when there's a full moon. So I understand how everything affects everything around it i just look at it more of like magnetism and energy shifts so if everything well, do you believe that yeah. that the cabal or whoever it is can control the energy oh dude 100 right? we know that I mean, you know directed energy weapons and shit like that right i've always said the ultimate weapon is an energy weapon because you yes. it's like it's like murdering somebody with an icicle right that melts there's no fucking fingerprints 
or anything that will, you know, tie you back to the crime except a pool of water, unless your DNA is in it. But right. really what I'm saying that's is, you know, if I could smart. send... You're really, that's really dark and weird that you even thought of that because that's brilliant. Yeah, well, I there was some like, uh, I don't know. Somebody you stole it from pro- someone. Yeah, somebody okay, stole cool. it from... Yeah, I didn't I come just up taken, with that. I would have just kept taking credit. I know you would have. No, I, I always quote my sources, never quote your sources. <laughs> so it's like you know like okay i'm gonna send a tsunami over to fucking north korea or yeah. i'm gonna send a fucking you know uh hailstorm over to russia or whatever you know that's you we're talking to, to about me. the food places blowing up and shit yeah dude yeah like i mean setting fire to to you know you know food processing plants but you know i mean even just sending there was a whole movie about that you know i forget what it's called but it's using the government using weather as as a weapon uh-huh. and, and what you can do with that so if if you don't think that they have they under first of all if they don't understand they how energy affects everything i mean they like don't. they stole all of tesla's documents and that was tesla's big thing is like if you want to understand the universe understand vibration and frequency and just google c e r n google cern and then see how much they know about fucking atoms energy and particles and what you Yeah but you know that thing that people have in their office where there's like those five balls and you 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 bring one back and you, you let it hit and it yeah, just yeah. keeps going back and forth. What, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like how I think our earth is, you yeah. know? So it's like, it kind of ebbs and flows just like high tide, low tide. So, you know, mercury retrograde could just be explained as like a low tide it could, yeah. uh, for communication, which is understandable. And, and I, I get that because I get um, seasonal depression and mm-hmm. it's usually like, or I could tell you exactly when it happens, yep. you know, every single year. And a lot of things come, into play there the electrical energy um as well as the barometric pressure um i tell you what look at this radio wave signals. that's what i was going to say when you talk about like the hertz and the megahertz and all that yeah i mean everybody knows anybody that's well not everybody knows but anybody that's been in radio understands like am signals at night are just firing like they're much stronger at night like that's why you get a lot you pick up multiple am radio stations at night is because the electrical fields are completely different at night than they are during the day. And so, you know, to think that, 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 you know, if it cycles like that throughout the day, I mean, it also cycles like that throughout the year. So I think if you explain Mercury retrograde, not in terms of like earth girl astrology, but yeah, more like, you know, uh, like a balance, you know, I would like Like you to look into it. I'd like you to look into it and dig into it and see what you could pull from it. Because I, I really feel like this earth, oh, Dow's down 330. Biden just walked off the stage. They probably got in his earpiece like, yo, bro, get the fuck <laughs> off before we walk into a depression, asshole. He started answering questions. I'm watching like at a corner of my eye, he answered like two questions. The Dow dropped 100 points and then he just <laughs> fucking bounced. <laughs> I mean, it says retrograde starts today and yeah. Biden's speaking and the Dow's dropping and there I had to cancel a fucking podcast. Yeah, you're fucking canceling podcast, costing Bill Rupp on here because you had fucking- Bill Rupp's at Costco. Mm-hmm. Bill Rupp to Costco today you can't change nothing gets in the way of his Costco trip I promise you that I was like can you call in he's like I set him at Costco okay Bill is a 65 year old woman 85 year old they're definitely 85 and I kind of respect it I really do you got it he's been practicing his whole life to be old so I I just hope he gets there so he can fulfill his dream um he's told me me what his dream our dream is to rent an RV uh retire together and travel the world you probably heard this on a discord and mm-hmm. go to game shows and bill wants to be a game show contestant at all the oh game wow shows. that's his thing so that's it's his, his dream to be on price wow. is right i like that yeah he's like i like 100. that so anyway you were gonna say something 
Nah, no, nah, I, 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 I think there's validity to the retrograde, but no, this rem remind me, some dude wore like a Price is Right shirt. It said, so like, there was like something about the game Blinko. What's that game called? Blinko. Plinko. It said like Plinko in the front, something. Oh, two in the Plinko, one in the Stinko. <laughs> That's what it said. And so he was on Price is Right, and it said two in the Plinko, one in the Stinko. And after the first commercial break, they made him tape up the <laughs> bottom part of the show on the show. <laughs> Oh, i tell you what, it's crazy, though. There's guys that study the, uh, you know, every single price. I could see Bill doing this. This guy oh, he like knows everything. Spreadsheet. He knows everything. He could tell you how much a fucking small ketchup is. Like, if you ask him, like, Bill, how much is ketchup? He'll be like, what oh, kind, what brand, and what size? <laughs> In what year? Yeah, what year? Is it, is it, oh, the, is it the uh, spicy or is it the regular? <laughs> oh, 97 was a good year for A1 steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, so yes, to wrap up the retrograde part, I do believe we're living in a Hunger Games type environment where there's a bunch of people at the top who literally just keep throwing like, let's throw a little lightning bolt in here. Let's throw up. Oh, no, nope, they're still getting through this. Let's unleash the lions, you know, like and that's what retrograde is. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading like it says, like, don't make big purchases and like technology breaks down, which. Oh, yeah, you're going to notice that thing. You're going to notice that. That's one of the big things. You're going to notice your tech technology shitting the bed all over the place over the next three weeks. So Watch. what's going to happen to this podcast? Um, they probably will get deleted. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen to everything. It's, it's just you're going to notice that it happens more often. You're going to see things happen with technology that haven't happened. You'll have a laptop die. Your car won't start. Things that don't happen normally. And you're going to notice this time of year. Every time it happens, there's going to be some major uh, technological situations that come up. Keep in mind, it just started. So yeah. we'll, we'll update you week by week with this podcast. But, um, but can I can I say something about the moon real quick? Because, you know, I do I do think that, you know, and this is documented, that there was a time period before the moon was, you know, a satellite of the Earth or in the Earth's orbit. And I do believe once the moon was established, as whatever you think it is, um, that's when all of this shit started changing. That's when a lot of the the negative polarities started coming into the place. Because like there was a time before the moon where like you know everything was rich and vibrant, and then this. That's why I think the the Anunnaki brought the moon because once the moon came, I think that's their energy source, but it's not ours. So I think they right. like it's kind of like this when you're an introvert, right? So I'm what is known as like I'm like an introvert that you know is still outgoing when i'm away but i get my energy from being alone i don't get my energy like i expend energy when i'm around people right and then i recharge when i'm alone and then there's extroverts who get energy from being around people and they don't get energy from being alone so i think the anunnaki they use their moon as an energy source but the people on earth it's the exact opposite so i think we're fighting over energy this whole fucking time and I think that's kind of where the retrograde is. I think like they're probably harnessing, you know, recharging their battery at this time. But for normal folks like me and you, it's it's having the exact opposite effect. Right. And I think uh, I actually waver between the two where I do run out of battery, but I do thrive on giving my energy. And then um, I don't get to take it from anyone. So I, I do thrive on giving energy, but it does wear me to nothing. And that's why like over 2020 during COVID, like writing those threads and doing videos and doing all that was awesome. And then if I don't get it back and you can call that needing reciprocation, needing, you know, applause, needing likes, needing people to say that was awesome. Like I need that energy back. And I never feel like me or you really get it back to the level that we gave it out. 
yeah. and then you turn your, your battery gets drained and you just shut down for a week. Well, I also think this is a time in which, you know, if, if any if energy is always transferred, April, May is almost like, uh, you know, where mankind is coming out of a, a semi hibernation where we're yeah, coming showers out bring more flowers, bro. You yeah, know thing. exactly. April showers bring dot, dot, dot. You know the thing. So if energy is being transferred, there's a lot of energy that's being brought out that wasn't there in the wintertime. And so it's yep. just like a, an energy dump into the collective energy field. And so for yep. introverts and indigo people and earth girls like Tommy, I think it's hitting Fuck us you. differently. I'm an, earth, I'm an earth boy. I'm like an island boy, but an earth boy. Oh, um, I'm an earth boy. I'm an earth boy. So uh, Roe v. Wade, let's get to it. So right. speaking of energy dumps. Uh, this is something everyone is dumping all their energy on. Uh, I yeah. have a lot to say about this topic. Uh, we're going to get into it. And realistically, I'm sure me and Bobby will be on different sides of this uh, initially. But I want you to start with the Roe v. Wade. So for anyone who doesn't know, this is another example, just another of the million examples of how the Republicans and the Democrats are the same fucking exact party with different One's got a Ukraine flag. One's got an American flag. And they're the both fucking, fucking retarded. Both they're fucking both fucking retarded. I mean, we just went through the whole 2016, all the Democrats saying the election was rigged in 2020. All the Republicans are saying the election's rigged. Maybe they're both right. Maybe neither's right. I agree that 2020 it was rigged, but I'm also on the fucking Republican side, the conservative side. So maybe I'm in a fucking, maybe I'm a retard. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But you've seen the same thing now when the fucking WikiLeaks <clears throat> documents happened and when uh, uh, Hillary's emails were leaked, right? All anyone wanted to talk about on the de Democrat side was ignore the details because the leak was fucking illegal, right? Like, that's all they wanted to talk. Ignore what mm -hmm. happened. Who was it that leaked it? That's all we should care about. Now, the Republicans are on the same side where, oh, forget about the Roe v. Wade decision. Who leaked this? We need to find out who leaked it. Like, meanwhile, like, who fucking cares, right? You should, you, they know who fucking leaked it. They fucking leaked it. Like, there's only like 12 suspects in this case. So they should have known. So for those of you that have been living under a fucking rock, basically what happened was the Republicans are by far the dumbest party in America. Um, mm -hmm. They are handing any chance of midterm wins right back to yeah. the Democrats. Right I mean, now. I think that's what we need to start that's with. That's really, start. Yeah. It always, remember, you know, when I, when I made the prediction of, oh, there's going to be a race riot before the election, you know, and then all that Minnesota uh -huh. shit started. Yep. This is basically... A race riot, yeah, but it's, it's all this, you know, it's the same thing. It's a vagina riot. They'll be burning you know? fucking buildings and shit. Yeah, I mean, it'll be the same. I mean, that's same what's happening. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's, there's pro-choice people yeah, yeah. out there that are, you know, and this shit isn't even official yet. Wait, right. yeah, they, they still think they could change it right now. And but, ju uh, it just so happened to get leaked. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's the other, that's the yeah. important okay. element of this so, too. Yeah. So basically, what's going on right now is they're overturning Roe v. Wade, um, which basically is going to make abortion illegal. Right. Or abortion will no longer be legal. Uh, it's still going to fucking happen everywhere. California. I think it's going to allow states to yeah, have a little I mean, more control. Over all it. the liberal states are still going to fucking allow. But I mean, let's make a huge deal over it. The bottom line for me is that all the fucking truth social people are just going nuts. It's about mm. time. Let's go. Fucking we need to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yay. And I'm like, you're fucking retarded. You fucking idiots. OK, first of all. This is the worst time to do this, okay? That's why I think that the Republicans are the same party as the Democrats. 
Because right now, Bob, is it fair to say with gas prices at fucking all-time highs, again, just broke another record. The Dow is down like 3,000 points in the last week. Fucking mm-hmm. Bitcoin's crashing. Stock market's crashing. Uh, gas prices are soaring. Inflation's through the roof. The job number, fucking name a fucking thing. There's a war in Ukraine. We're sending $40 billion to some fake war overseas. Every single thing you can point to in this Biden administration, our president has dementia. Every single thing you can point to is pointing at just sit back, shut the fuck up, and you'll sweep the midterms, right? For the Republicans. Like even the fucking moderates are like, yo, fuck this. Like I I didn't sign up for this. So what is the only thing you can do to fuck that up is go and overturn Roe v. Wade right now and now piss off all the fucking women, all the moderates. Because keep in mind, most moderates are socially liberal and fiscally conservative. That's where that's where most libertarians and moderates land and they control the elections. The batshit 25 percent on the right and the batshit 25 percent on the left. They're never changing their vote no matter what. It's that 50% in the middle that control the elections. And now you just took every woman, everyone under the age of fucking 35, because most of them are all pro-choice. Even myself, I'm actually somewhat pro-choice. We can get into that in a minute. And you basically just handed them the ultimate distraction and the ultimate thing to make them now vote on reproductive rights instead of voting on the 587 fuck-ups by Joe Biden. That's the that's the whole issue. And that was the same thing with the election is that everything was about COVID, 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 yep. you know, rather than, OK, where's our economy at and where is it going to be? What what happened in the last four years? So, you know, the abortion stuff is going to be the number one debate question. Right. It's going to mm-hmm. be the number one issue of every single potential elected official is where is your stance on abortion rather than, like you said, why is why are we sending thirty three billion dollars to fucking Ukraine? Why is the stock market crashing like this happens cyclics. We want to talk about retrograde and cycles. This is the political retrograde right yep. here. This is Roe v. And Wade. it's also That's- manipulated. <laughs> yeah, it's same thing. So, you know, it's very easy to control the news cycle. And this is like, this is the like oldest trick in the book, as they say, you know, uh, with, you know, with political, whatever you want to call it, um, whatever, dot, 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 whatever. It's you know just, thing. okay. Yeah, like okay, it's like okay, it's like when you're in a Hollywood studio, like, well, we've run out of all ideas. Okay, let's make another superhero. Let's movie. remake, yeah, let's, yeah, let's remake let's Spider-Man do, for a twelfth time. Yeah, let's do Aquaman seven. Yeah. This is what they're doing. This is abortion number twenty-seven. I mean, they do it every single, uh, you know, midterm election. If the, you know, usually if the Dems are losing, that they'll mm-hmm. they'll bring it up. But well, you know, the, the most famous thing was always if your presidency's going to shit, start a war, right? Yeah. And they did that. And that wasn't even strong enough to stop what the fuck Biden's been doing. So they're starting another war between fucking a social war. Mm -hmm. I think the main debate with 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 uh, Roe v. Wade has to do with like first trimester, second trimester, viability, all all these different things, because there's certain stipulations that that they're they're trying to overturn. Um, you know, it's a complicated case that they're dealing with. And, and I don't even think we're going to see much of the details until like mid 2022. So I, I don't think, you know, it's never black and white. And they're not just saying like abortion's going to be illegal everywhere. I think that's where, you know, a lot of the pro-choice people are afraid of is that it's going to be illegal everywhere. And you're going to have to get like, you know, back alley fucking abortions, you know, 50 percent of the abortions on- that take place in the world are legal. Right. So they're yeah. still get them done. Yeah, and that that's the thing that I kind of want to 
start with is that like so there's you know kind of like pre 9-11 post 9-11 there's pre roe v wade and post roe v wade so like like way back when abortions were le- legal and it wasn't until like it's kind of a, like to be honest with you similar to like the reefer madness shit where like late 18th century early 19th century once the drug companies started getting involved and wanted to control the, the medication, that's when they started really right. making abortion illegal because you can't get the homeopathic treatments and this, that, and the other. And so it became an issue of realistically like the drug companies, you know, wanting to control the, the supply, similar to where main, you know, marijuana became illegal because realistically, I know it had more to do with marijuana and hemp being used as like an alternate alternative source to like paper. Cause and really everything, cause fuel, I mean, hemp's a very strong product. So, you know, they, they wanted to make, you know, create that, uh, reefer madness, that marijuana scare. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parallels between, uh, abortion and the drug war, which is why this is kind of like what my argument is. So right around Roe v. Wade, what you were seeing was, is, you know, certain States, it was illegal unless, you know, you're saving the mother's life, which, mm-hmm. you know, or if there's rape cases, which, by the way, would lead to a lot of fake I've been raped. Exactly. You know, allegations, yeah. which is a whole nother problem. But the other thing is that there was like over a million abortions being performed illegally every year. The people with money were going overseas and getting abortions and the people without money were going to like a Jack Kevorkian, you know, in a bedroom and getting it done Illegally and, and also taking drugs and things that were harmful and, and possibly fatal to the woman. So we, ha- we, we, we cannot, we cannot, and I am pro-life, we cannot argue, we cannot, like, excuse me, we cannot forget the fact that this shit is still going to happen even if it's illegal. So you have to say to yourself rationally, okay, what is safer for the woman realistically? a black market abortion or done in a controlled environment, right? Because if you're pro-legalization of marijuana and you say, oh, you can't tell me what to do, it's hard for me to argue as a pro-life person that abortion should be illegal knowing what's going to happen, right? We all saw what happened with the war on drugs, right? Let's make all these drugs illegal. Let's criminalize it. Did it stop drug usage? No. What it did was made me go to Pablo down on the street corner with guns and shit and fucking buy my weed there rather than in a controlled environment, which, by the way, you can tax the shit out of these drugs if they're if they're legalized. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. So, you know, people with money are going to go overseas, go to states where you don't have like that's the other thing is in New York. You didn't have to be a resident uh, pro Roe v. Wade or pre Roe v. Wade. So people were flooding to New York to get abortions. That's still going to happen, even if it gets overturned, because you're going to see states like Mississippi, you know, a lot of the it's Bible going to become states. more expensive. It's going to become yeah. and, and I mean, look at it. Use gun control. I mean, Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the entire country, and it's like the murder capital of America. Right. You know, so it, by banning this, it, it's retarded on so many levels. I'm going to dovetail off it. So I want you to finish. But yeah, keep going. the only thing I want to say is this. I am a pro-life individual. I, I do want to say that. I am also I a am pro- pro-murder. And you're pro-murder. So that's I'm, where I'm we are force, different. I'm pro-force genocide. I want to murder everybody. <laughs> Which uh, is... we, we did a whole podcast last episode on who we should murder, right? People Dude, on I remember... ships, people on bicycles, people with iPhones. Yeah. I, I, I remember I'm pro-murder. pre-conspiracy uh, no mercy where it was you 
Kurt and Mad Lab, and you were talking. I remember listening to this, and you were just talking about how we should basically abort everybody. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. I'm pro murder, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I always say to myself this, you know, would I, you know, if I were to get Ashley pregnant, you know, and the discussion came up, would I, could I live with myself? And the answer is no. I feel like it would affect me permanently um, if I were to, you know, if we were to have that procedure. Done, I think it would you know, affect so that from- child permanently worse than <laughs> dying. I think it would be wish it was dead rather than being raised by your fucking crazy ass. Exactly. But you know what? That's not, that's not my call with that. The whole thing is like, you know, we're seeing this with the fucking Johnny Depp case is that, you know, you have a defendant, you have a plaintiff and everybody gets a voice and the unborn is, is the, is the defendant, you right. know, and, but- and they, they need to, you know, have have their ability to be born into a horrible situation like mine. The the unborn are a very very convenient group of people to advocate yeah. for, though. I mean, they are literally. This is why. I, listen. So here's my. Let me give my stance on abortion first, so that it doesn't get misinterpreted. I am pro-choice. Um. I don't even know how far pro-choice as I get older, I guess I move more towards pro-life because I would have the baby now if I got a girl pregnant, but you know, it's really easy to be against abortion Mm. until you have to possibly have a kid at fucking 19, 20 years old. Right. Sure. And all of a sudden it's your view changes. So it's really easy. You know, a lot of 50 and 60 year old men and women arguing about abortion when you ain't fucking having it. Right? I don't think you should fucking cheer, have a fucking cheer party. I hate it when people are like, right, yeah, yeah that's two babies that's and ridiculous. people laugh about it. So, Here's what I think. And I told you this off air and I want to say this real quick before you get to your mm-hmm, point. Yeah. What if we do pro-choice, but you have to register as a sex offender for 18 years <laughs> until when, when that child would be. A, so you move into a new neighborhood. You have, you know, you have to like knock on doors and tell people that, you know, uh, you I, had, I had an abortion. abortion. <laughs> Would you would you do that? Like, would you have it? You know that that I want people to think about that. If you're pro-choice, but you had to register as a sex offender, I mean, I don't think they'd care because they don't think it's anything wrong. But uh, that would be interesting. I mean, my my whole thing with it is, don't tell me what to do with my fucking body. Okay, so that's the thing. Now that's why it's so funny because all the same people that are fucking pro-choice are also pro-mandating us to get vaccines. Mm-hmm. So that's the funniest part of all this. I mean, we could do a whole podcast and on the it. The people that are pro-life are more likely to say, hey, my body, my choice when it comes to vaccines. Right, exactly. It, it's Listen, they're both retarded. Listen, yeah. can, can we just be honest? So here's my stance, and then I'm going to be honest. So my stance is I am, I am pro-choice. <laughs> I'm going to be dishonest, and then I'm going to be I'm gonna honest. Be, like, when I say I'm going to be honest, I'm always honest, but now I'm going to be a dick. That's what that means. So <laughs> okay. um, I am pro-choice, right? Um, I am up until a point. So everyone talk, I talked about this on a couple of podcasts ago. I'll say it again. Um, when people ask about when does life begin? Well, there's a difference between when does a human's life begin or when does an organism's life begin? So some people will say a conception. I think that's fucking retarded because in that case, a plant. Now you can't kill it because they've been fertilized, right? Also, 80% of fertilized eggs actually end up on a fucking tampon and getting flushed down a goddamn fucking toilet. So therefore, if that's a human life, as Wait, you want Tom, to claim, let me let me let me back up. Say that again. Eighty percent of fertilized eggs never make it out and end up fucking when a girl has her period. Eighty percent. Eighty percent fertilized eggs. So that means the, the the sperm goes into the egg, right, right? And it ends up on a tampon. Yeah, it ends up out during fucking. Okay. Yeah. But so 
left up to its natural process, it would not become a human at that point if it ends up on a tampon, right? Uh, correct. If it's okay, so that eighty percent, we're throwing that out already. Okay, so you could throw that out now. At, at fertilization, you think it's a human? See, you know, that's something that uh, is ridiculous, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you I can mean, say that. If you so, looked at it under a microscope, I guess you could say once once the connection. Well, is If you looked made, at it under then, a microscope, yeah. it looks exactly the same as an as a as a whitehead pimple. Up until mm -hmm. three weeks, okay? So it doesn't look like a human. It doesn't act like a human. It doesn't have any quali qualifications of a human. Uh, a caterpillar is not a butterfly just because it's going to become one. An acorn is not a tree because it can become one. But either way, I'm fine with people wanting to say it's a living organism, okay? You could do that. Some people will make the argument that it grows. Okay, so when it's do you fucking think, mold. Um, if mold you believe grows. in like... If, oh, sorry. Keep going. No, I'm just saying it, it, just because it grows, mold grows. Is that a fucking human? So my definition of it is, and, and again, you could argue with me. It's the beauty of this is it's a debate and everyone has an opinion on it. And that's fine. You shouldn't dictate laws based on religious opinions. And no matter whether I'm for them or against them, I do not agree with that. You are dead when your heart stops. You are alive when your heart starts. I keep it black and white. So until it has a heartbeat, it is similar to an organ, a group of cells. I mean, if you look at cancer, if you look at anything, parasites, I know you hate the parasites thing, but if you do look at that, they are organisms living in a body, right? Just because it can become a human or it will become a I human. I mean, once that heartbeat I, yeah. stops, once that heartbeat starts, now you're killing something. Right. Until it has a heartbeat, it's not a human in my opinion and that's my choice so i would say in the first four weeks five weeks whenever it was whenever that is in that period of time i don't view it as killing a human once that heart starts then you are committing i mean i wouldn't call it murder but you are killing something that's alive that you created and i also believe it's your choice to do that up until definitely not in the second trimester Probably for me, it's like that six to eight week mark is where it gets like, no, where I'm firmly against it. If you just look at the process of abortion, I think all these libtard bitches should fucking really look at these second trimester, especially is insane. They have to go in there with fucking tongs, with teeth and pull apart the baby. It has arms. It has legs. It has a head. It looks like a fucking living you know, baby. They have to pull it apart limb by limb and put the limbs up on a fucking table next to the mother that they don't see, obviously, that and take all the pieces and disembowel this fucking thing. That is like, you should go to jail. Like, that's enough. Like, it, worst case scenario, if you get to the second trimester and you don't fucking know, or if you had no fucking idea, then you should be forced to have the baby and give it away. Like, that you, you can't be fucking, that's murder at that point once you get to there. But in the first four or five weeks, I don't, I don't consider it. Well, let me ask you this. Um, what are stem cells? I don't fucking know. All right, so like basically like, stems. okay, let me <laughs> let me ask you this. Why, it, you remember Planned Parenthood got in trouble for selling like aborted fetuses yes. and organs, yes. black market? Okay, right. the reason why is because it has rejuvenative qualities. But you don't right? have that when it's three weeks old. It is sure still not formed any organs. Sandra Bullock. You can harvest organs if it doesn't have organs yet. It doesn't well, even have a central nervous system until 25 weeks. 
You take the cell and you can put it on Sandra Bullock's lips. Well, then and you it would probably take, rejuvenate you take, your lips. You can take my fucking spit and do that. Like, I mean, cell, we all have you cells. Can't. Organs are different than cells. How come I can't sell your spit? You could sell my semen, right? <laughs> oh, There's a difference yes, between could. selling cells or potential cells or potential humans and act what they're doing with that organ, organ harvesting. They're actually taking formed babies. They're taking like 18, 20 week old babies and further with that actually have a heart that actually have, you know, developed internal organs. And there's that I'm with you a thousand percent. Once that thing has a heartbeat and once it starts developing a central nervous system and all that, that that's another fucking once it can feel pain, like you're talking to a different level of abortion, in my opinion. So I'm with you on that. But go look at I a picture the, of a, the, me at three weeks. Google it right now. And it go, go, go look at a picture of you fucking, you know, five days ago compared to 20 years ago. I right. mean, like, the they're both human. A fucking just disgusting. It, <laughs> yeah, is. Just... it is. Potential human. I'm still a potential human. One day I will evolve. <laughs> yeah, I, I would uh, consider aborting you. I think, I don't know if you're full human yet. Yeah, I, I, I probably would too. So, I mean, like, the, where's your line though? You So you're pro-life all the time. So if, um, fucking, so if a 17-year-old fucking girl uh, ends up getting, having sex, uh, her uncle rapes her at 15. I mean, yeah, you're doing the left's argument. No, I'm going to the stream. I'm work back. Do you yeah. believe that that uh, you, if you're pro-life, then that's still murder. So, you know, part of the Roe v. Wade shit was, you know, this is the kind of you know debate that could be settled in court. You know, like if, if it was a rape charge be. or if it saves the mother's life. You know, I think those are two outliers that, that could be debated. Uh -huh. you know, and if okay. it can be proven in a court that that so that you believe murder is okay as long as the person was raped? I I don't know. I, I you're mean, doing so that. It, so that, what you're saying what is makes that argument because it's the one, and I I got the left too. They're fucking yeah. retarded too. Where I just annihilate them. It's easier to annihilate the pro-choice people who say it's not murder, obviously. Um, yeah. But I mean, listen. Another thing, if uh, if that's a if that's a human at fucking three again, three weeks, four weeks, why aren't they counted on the census? Well, that's a okay, okay. That is more of like a governmental type deal than anything mm -hmm. else. Now they're not they're not counted legally as part of the population. Now, if if let's say you let uh, a Christian based government exist, I guarantee you would probably see them being counted on the census. I right. guarantee it. And it would be ignoring the Bible, where are the first signs of abortion. Oh, you're doing more left shit right I here. Mean, no, no. I'm, you cherry pick. When was the last time you read the Bible? When was the last time you read the Bible? Uh, honestly, that question. I would honestly tell you that over the last fucking three years, I've read more of the Bible than half the people listening to this podcast. In segments. Like, mm -hmm. like piece by piece. Because what I do is I look up topics, and then I go and dive in, and I'll read all that, and I'll fucking note it. And keep in mind, right now... I'm arguing the opposite side of you. You're pro-life, so I'm taking the other side. I can mm. then turn around and light the fucking pro-choice people on fire too, but I already have a pro-lifer here. So in order to make this fun- You're exercising your debate skills, right? Is that I mean, yeah, I'm basically playing the other side. I gotta, right, I gotta, I gotta challenge you on the other side for your things. Um, so, I mean, if you do look at the first signs of abortion uh, are in the Bible. Uh, it, okay, it's actually ahead. in there. Let me find the quote. Um, yeah, you, what up. you're doing is you're cherry picking fucking Bible quotes. To uh, so your don't don't the fucking doesn't the religious right cherry pick their fucking Bible quotes all day well, to fucking justify of, things? Most of the religious right have read the Bible and it's in. Oh, I mean, if they do read the Bible, they're interpreting 
the Bible. It's all it, listen. Both sides interpret. That's the whole thing about the Bible is that you know it's it's well, it shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't okay. have the fucking laws that fucking dominate the whole entire world, and your whole entire life is dedicated to something that's left up for interpretation. Wasn't that the whole reason why? Do you believe a man went to a fucking mountain and got handed a list of ten things from fucking an invisible person and then sent it to the world, or do you believe the world was getting a little out of control and fucking five or six people went, "Yo, let's get everyone in lockstep and tell them this shit happened"? Come on. I think most of the Old Testament it's crazy. Is I think the New Testament is. Yes. I think they're two completely different. hundred percent. I am actually the New Testament. Like it, the Old Testament is nothing. Here's what it but is: children's Can I give an fairy example? tales. The Old Testament is Terminator One, and the New Testament is Terminator Two. The Old <laughs> Testament is less popular, irrelevant, and Terminator Two, the New Testament, has the real shit, and everybody goes by that. Right. Nobody gives a fuck about Terminator. No one, one. believes. Listen, no one really believes a man fucking pounded a stick into the ocean and parted a sea, and a polar bear came across the desert to get into a fucking boat. No one believes a dude went to a fucking mountain and saw an invisible person who handed him ten things you need to do right or wrong. Like if you like, you can't believe that. You can't be a rational, logical adult and really believe that. You've just like if you really step back, you gotta say, okay, listen, the principles in the Bible. The theories from the Bible, a lot of the, the the forecasting, a lot of the foreshadowing that took place, a lot of the similarities amongst different religions and how these things correlate, you know, over and over. Sure, I'm with you, but they pick and choose. I have so many religious people tell me, well, obviously a snake didn't talk in the Garden of Eden, but Jesus did rise from the dead. Like, wait, time out. You can't say that some of it is hyperbole, but because you want to believe this, that this part's real. That's my whole thing. Like, just. Take it for what it is and stop ramming it down everyone's fucking throat because, you know, I stopped believing in religion, organized religion, when I reached the age, age of reason. That's mm -hmm. when I stopped, when logic came into my brain. And I said, this doesn't make sense. This never happened. And if it did, then nothing else makes sense after it. But you could still believe in God. You can still believe in a higher power. You still believe the messages of the bible and the message and who the fuck are we there's five thousand dude there's 50 there's what 150 religions based off the bible alone right they came and agree 150 with, different uh, one... religions read the same fucking book and came up with 150 different religions like you can't so, fucking force that on me bro <laughs> like, i live in a highly protestant dominated uh, region of the country so you have baptists you have episcopalians you have lutherans you have non-denominational you have i mean all these different interpretations and there's more so, than 200 denominations of christianity, of christianity alone listen the bottom line is no one fucking knows and you can't tell i can't tell you what the difference is the only thing i can tell you is the economic difference that i know the episcopalians make the most money yeah. <laughs> you know like that's the only thing i know it like, you know yeah. is that so, you know, based on economic disparity, I could tell you, you know, which ones. I don't know. Maybe that means they're more right than the other ones because people are investing more money in Episcopalians than they are in like Southern Baptists. Who knows? But all I know is that there's huge fucking churches the size of like six flags down here, which makes no sense. I, I always said the only good church is a poor church because if, if it's if it's really doing the ministry of service that it's intended to do, then all the money coming in should go straight back out to the community and help the community, not, you know, reinvesting in itself because you need more soccer fields. And stock and fucking kids. And more. 
Yeah. And all the pedophilia started in the church. But um, See, and the I fact, mean, I yeah, mean, uh, we talk I, about the fucking yeah. serpent's mouth that the Pope speaks out of or no. Should we talk about the fucking fact that it I mean, no one has a problem with the symbolic. Like, so here's my favorite thing. I can't believe we're on a religious debate because I wanted to make this whole podcast. Here's my favorite thing, Bob. Ready? And you're going to defend this. OK, when we watch the video of Will Farrell and all these fucking satanic fucks going to that party. Remember that Brina, uh, what the fuck? Brina Abramovich. Abramovich. Oh my God, fucking stumbled on the name. I mean, I mean it's a spirit cooking party. Right. So they went to a spirit cooking party and they said it wasn't real. Remember they were cutting up cakes that looked like humans? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? A, ca- a catheter. It looked like a right. catheter. They literally cake. had human cakes and they were cutting them. Apart. And they're all dressed in lab coats. Right. And do you remember how the religious right went nuts, right? And then everyone, mm-hmm. and I went nuts. Everyone went nuts. And then everyone went, well, you know, it, they didn't really cut humans up. And it's cakes. It's, it's symbolism. We always talk about symbolism, symbolism, symbolism. Here's some symbolism. When you go to church, you drink the blood of Christ and eat his body. And what does that symbolize, it right? Doesn't so that's the no, body. it symbolizes no, no. cannibalism. You what can make symbol- it sound yeah. like whatever the fuck it is. I'm not trying is, to make it sound like anything. I'm trying- be drinking blood and eating a human. You could okay. spin that however the fuck you want, but if I'm it not wasn't it. religious, I- you'd be calling them crazy. No, I I was going to argue the fact that what does that symbolize with that with with that tradition, right? The blood of Christ symbolizing that blood and that spirit is in you, which is the same thing. As what we were saying with the Satanists. fucking spirit cookers. The and same the thing they do. The same thing why they eat exactly. the blood. To get the their blood. energy. Yes. Right. And so what the church is saying is that's real. That when, that's you drink okay. the, when you eat flesh and drink the blood, you are essentially getting, gaining the spirit and the energy of that person. So that tradition in itself is a Catholic tradition. I don't. I don't think a lot of the Protestant religions do communion. I think that's strictly a Catholic thing. What's well, fucked and up. So, a lot of people say this, and I grew up Catholic, is that a lot of the traditions and practices of the Catholic Church change over time and that there was a satanic element involved. That's where like the whole idea of like the um the uh the black Jesuits come into play, you know, is that at some point, you know, the the Christianity and Catholicism, it was uh, you know, corrupted, just like everything else gets corrupted. And the black Jesuits t- took over. I mean, now we have a pope that's sitting on a, a serpent throne. And I think that's where the whole Protestant idea came into place is breaking off from Catholicism because they were seeing the satanic element. Well, can take over you? I mean, church. that's the thing, dude. You, If that was the word, if, I mean, I'd, they just keep changing it. They just keep you're, adjusting you're mistaking it. Keep all, you're, you're saying what you're No, what everyone just blames Catholic? the Catholics. Everyone just blames the Catholics. Here's the Bible right here. Okay. I know, but yeah. I mean, you, everyone just blames the Catholics. Every Christian. You did, you, but you did the same thing. I you blame were saying, all, all the pedophilia. Of them. The, like the pedophilia shit is mainly with Catholics. No, it priests. isn't. I mean, it's mostly, but right, it's mostly. predominant in every religious order. It's predominant is, everywhere where right, there's but, children, Tommy. Exactly. It's in, but if you talk to a Christian who's not a Catholic, they're going to say, well, oh, no, that's the Catholic. No, it's all of you motherfuckers. It's just bigger there. Organized religion, pedophilia is rampant all over. So, right. And here's the thing. it has it, But what we need to do is separate the notion. The only reason why 
you hear about it is because when you hear that a religious minister is molesting a child, it gets all over the front page. But realistically, there's pedophiles everywhere, and they choose professions where they're around kids. Of course, more. of course. So right. if you're going to be a minister, punished? if so, think about it. Teachers, ministers. What's what do they both have in common? Their yeah. job is to mold young minds, and and you have a a sort of. Uh, you know, you have a power over them. Of course. Right? You're in a position of Camp power. Counselors, over right. Camp counselor. It's all right. the same shit. Yes. And, and parents drop their fucking kids off with these people and trust because them. Because they blind trust them. Right. And so what is the greatest place for a, a pedophile to hide? Under the guise of a minister, because, you know, you, you but, know, put but yourself Bob, as a how position. Much does it show on, that let me finish this thought. Let me there. finish this thought. I'll finish this thought. You you you're under the guise of a minister, so immediately it breaks down the barriers of a parent. I am trusting myself with the person of God. However, there's ten million more examples of people doing just work, and we cannot ignore the fact that you know there are really good ministers out there mm-hmm. that are providing really healthy environments for young kids and teaching valuable life life lessons mm-hmm. for kids that are growing up. So that's why I'm saying, you know, we can't devalue that because there's opportunistic pedophiles everywhere. Um, you can't devalue it, dude. Because I mean, I- you can, but you can talk about teachers and you could talk about liberals. I mean, we thrash liberals like crazy. There's really good liberals out there doing really great things. Why we can, can talk we, about? Why can we, we shit can talk on about ministers? Hole? Why can we, we can, shit on? We can shit thing? on all of it. We can yeah. shit on all of it. Yeah, obviously. But it doesn't. I mean, yeah, it doesn't devalue what the teachings are and what you can get. Like you just like, like you were saying. Get what you want out of the Bible. So I would not go to a church unless it was like a discussion where we read passages and talk about the interpretations and not say, this literally means this, and if you don't do this, you're going to hell. Right. Well, I'm That's out. That's ridiculous. Fuck you. I mean, it's like that would be— was the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. It'd be the most hypocritical shit because I even said this last episode. I said, if you're in a group and they say, you must do this, otherwise you're out, then I don't want to be in that group. So isn't that religion? most but th- that's, that's what i'm saying like that's what i'm saying like there's interpretations of literally in the uh, worship no god but me like say some of the shit shit that god said in the bible but say it in a in, a, in like bane's voice like, like this, and it gets real dark real fast when you say yeah, it in like a different the, 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 i always said the old testament yeah, god. god worship no god but me that, uh, what like, yeah, the, 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 uh, the Old Testament God's an asshole. Adam, and I don't crazy ass. Yeah, that's why yeah. I don't like the Old Testament. Like I could I said. bear with the New Testament more. Yes. So I agree with you yeah. on that. Yes. So just, like could, could two, that yeah. just like Old Terminator 2. Just like Terminator 2 is way better than Terminator 1. Right. Written the New by Testament's... four guys 40 years after fucking the last sight of the. I mean, come on. It's not. And that's true as well. I mean, like, I learned that my sophomore year of high school is that, you know, uh, the gospel, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These were written 40 to 140 years after, after Jesus died. Right. After he died. Yeah. I mean, so dude, play the on. game of telephone. And these are written by people who thought if you went to the end of the ocean, you'd fall off the earth. Like these are some of the dumbest. These are people who literally believed if you sneezed, demons were exiting your body that would burn down houses of people because they thought they were witches. Like these were fucking very, very uneducated, stupid fucking people. Who did this? And it was 40 years after he died, 40 to 150. None of them ever met the motherfucker. 
and they're all of a sudden like, D -d -d this is the word. And then it's been rewritten a thousand times over the years and changed and interpreted and changed and interpreted. And I'm supposed to dedicate my whole life to that. No, why don't I dedicate my life to what I believe and what I feel. And if you want to talk about the Bible, here's the quote. Then the priest shall put the woman under oath and say to her, if no other man has had sexual relations with you and you have not gone astray and become impure, meaning cheated, while married to your husband, may this bitter water, some Game of Thrones shit, right? Drink the poison. May this bitter water bring you no harm. But if you have gone astray while married to your husband and you have made yourself impure by having sexual relations with a man other than your husband, here the priest is to put the woman under this curse. May the Lord cause you to become a curse among your people when he makes your womb miscarry and your abdomen swell. May this water that brings a curse enter your body so that your abdomen swells and your womb miscarries. That sounds a lot like a fucking forced abortion in the Bible to me. If you cheated on your husband and got pregnant with another guy. It sounds like a hex or a curse. I mean, so what the fuck are we arguing here? Why well, is I the mean, right so adamant about this when the Bible clearly states that you're not a human until God breathes life into your nostrils, and that is that is upon birth, and the Bible clearly states that abortion was fucking okay. We know fucking murder was okay as long as it was God and you wipe out a whole fucking world with a flood. Like, we're just picking and choosing why we're on what side, but the most important thing here, Bob, is we logically, logically, let's take this out because no one really gives a fuck. You don't give a fuck. Those of you listening, don't give a fuck about abortion. Guess why? Because once that 17-year-old girl in the hood has that baby, you don't give a fuck about it anymore. You only care about the unborn. Once it gets born, you don't give a fucking shit about it. You don't care if it grows up broke, if it can't have food. You care about if it starts fucking robbing banks and fucking causing crimes. But what are you doing if you care so much about that life? What are you doing to make sure that once she has that fucking baby, that you're going to be there to protect it and make sure it lives a good life and isn't raised by two 16-year-old kids with no mom and dad in the hood? You don't give a fuck. And then the counter argument is, is this. And if you care so much about black lives... Why are you not protecting black lives, which account for about 25 percent exactly. of the abortions, exactly. which is basically in the original, you know, the original. You know, if you want, really want to look at where abortion was founded, uh, was not a Margaret Sanger, KKK, who was like a right? KKK chick yeah. who basically, you know, and I'm summarizing this, you know, talked about the genocide of the African-American population. She didn't want it to get out that that's kind of really realistically what this was for. And then when you you know, fast forward to 2022 and you look at the numbers like this is I have black the population here. control I have the numbers here. Yeah. And so you what... care about black lives. However, you want as many black lives taken before they have the ability to grow up in whatever. Here's, and this is why I say the right and the left are on the wrong fucking side of the abortion issue. According to the Bible and according yeah. to all that, the right should be on the fucking pro-choice side. Right now, 81% of abortions, uh, you can argue there's no official stat on it. But it's pretty easy to surmise. Uh, I said it on the podcast that you're going to hear next, the uh, No Mercy Plus with Kurt and Danny. But basically only 24% of abortions are Caucasians. So you're looking at basically two-thirds, uh, maybe it's 27%, whatever it was. But two-thirds mm -hmm. of the abortions are by Latino and, and uh, black cultures, non-white, right? So that's 67% right. right there. We know 90% of that 67% is liberal. Right. So you're already talking about that. Plus, we know 50% of the whites are liberal. 
So you literally easily can do the math that 81% of abortions are done by liberals, liberals or potential liberals, right? So the Republicans should be, there's no fucking girl at 22 years old in Tennessee who fucking goes to church every Sunday getting a fucking abortion. So what do you give a fuck? The only people aborting people, not to mention, are the fucking liberals. So let them control their own population. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you want them procreating? They're going to end up being strains on the government. They're going to end up <laughs> believing all the shit that we don't believe. Let them control their own fucking population. Since when do you care about killing living things as you're eating a fucking cow for fucking dinner? You don't fucking care. You don't care about people dying. When you see fucking 20 people shot in the fucking hood, you don't fucking care. You only care about your people. So worry about your fucking people. It's population control for the liberals. Not to mention, Bob, the dumbest generation in America, period, ever, period, is this fucking Gen Z millennial generation. And 92% of abortions are caused by people between the ages of 18 and 34. Good. More abortions. I vote for more abortions. Abort all of them. Anyone who's a millennial or Gen Z who has a baby, abort the fucking thing. Like, good. Stop it. Stop these people from procreating. This is bad enough. They caused all this. Get them out. End it. So we should be pro-murder. Klaus G speaking at the World <laughs> Economic Forum right yeah. now. That's what it sounds like. The Republicans aren't gonna murder or abort. Like you're a soul snatching. Like you sound like Klaus Schwab at the World you Economic know what? Forum. Listen. You sound like Bill Gates trying to get back to net zero. Listen, that's what you sound like. No, you know what I sound like? I sound like Sun Tzu in the Art of War. Never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. I mean, yeah, that's right. True. That's what we're doing with this Roe v. and Wade right now. Roe v. Wade right now, right? We're interrupting our enemy when they're making a mistake. They're fucking everything up, and that's what we're doing by trying to fucking ban abortion. The left is aborting all their future liberals. <laughs> Never interrupt them when they're making a mistake. Let them kill them all. <laughs> like, go get out. Fucking let them let them abort themselves. Abort it, dude. <laughs> Never abort an enemy when they're aborting themselves. Listen, right we all right know now. the only reason the right is pro-life is because Christians wanted more fucking Christians. So they didn't yeah. want they wanted to convince people not to kill Christians. That's why they made suicide. You go if you die, you go to heaven as long as you do. Let's commit suicide, then you go to hell. Because you can't be killing off Christians. We need more Christians. Repopulate, keep populating, have a million babies. We need more of us so we can take over the world. We all know that's the reason why the right's pro pro-life. So and another thing is big government people should want pro-life because that's more taxpayers and it's more like it's more strain off the government. And and you should be pro-life because if you're on, you know, welfare and you have another baby, that's it. another check. Yeah, we and pay the people for it. on the right are pissed because they got to fucking fund more. We're paying you know, they for got, all these yeah. fucking liberals who are unemployed. Well, half of them came from broken homes and no fucking parents because they should have been fucking aborted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, it's going to cost me money. Fuck you. When it comes down to me as a, I, I don't want to say libertarian, but, a you know, leave me be kind of thing is I wouldn't do it, but I don't want, you know, I don't want it to be regulated because I know what's going to happen when the, when the federal government comes in and deems something illegal. Yes. It still happens. Yeah. It still happens. I want everything and, to happen. Yeah, and what's going to end up happening is is you're going to see black market abortions. They're, they're going to be more expensive and more dangerous. They're going to uh -huh. be way more dangerous, uh -huh. just like that fentanyl that ends up in the heroin that kills your cousin Joey, yep. you know, who is addicted to heroin. Because, listen, you know, you could say what you want about that, but, you know, you end up in more dangerous situations. There are countries that 
do way better job of controlling drug abusers and you know giving them the right there like portugal has a really good program for it than than just throwing people in prison and giving them 20-year jail sentences which by the way teaches them to become better fucking criminals right. when they get out yep. you know that was the whole I thing got with more George ideas in prison than i ever got out of prison I yeah just, yeah i, I yeah. mean, I if mean you, like if dude, you want to commit a crime i can tell you exactly how now that was the whole thing in blows. He said he he came in there with a bachelor's in weed and left with a PhD in cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> you so, know. I mean, I think so. We got about uh, thirty minutes left before I got to get on another show, and we have about four major topics to cover here. So, uh, any final oh, no. words on uh, Roe v. Wade? No, that's just it. That's it. Okay, so I think uh, you're pro life, I'm pro choice, but we both think this uh, I'm pro choice up to four or five weeks. So I'm like, uh, what is it? What do they call that? Moderate pro-life i guess they call it so i'm like pro-life after like you know the first five or six weeks but um i think we both agree this was the I worst we all, time worst time I in think, the world to fucking overturn roe v wade heading into the midterms i think the hardcore right is is definitely out of touch and the hardcore left cheering you know right late term you shouldn't be stomping on graves yeah. crazy right there, there's a middle ground here there's a middle ground that i think we all logically the, the logical group of us in the middle agree that you know, rape situations, incest in situations, fucking 16-year-old kids situations. I know what I want to say. Yeah. There's one more thing I want to say. The worst people in this whole thing are the women that say men cannot have a fucking opinion on it because they don't have a vagina. They're the most irrational out of all of them because as soon as the baby comes out, you want half of you our want child money. support, you want half our money, you want to, we're deadbeat dads, right? Exactly. Now all of a sudden, you want our attention, you want our time, you want our money, but you don't want our opinion while that baby's growing inside of you that has half of my genetic code in yep. it. Yep. Like, get the fuck. This is why divorce rates are so high because women have that fucking mentality. And you need to get over that mentality very quick that the person that you got involved with, if you, that you spread your fucking legs for and let them put their dick in you has 50% of the say in what happens of the discussion. You need to at least include them in the fucking discussion. And yes, we can have a, an opinion on these matters. If it was a court case, six of the jurors might be men and they might actually side with you and they might not. But you have to allow men into the discussion. Stop taking men out of this. We're not mansplaining. We're giving our fucking opinions. Okay? And honestly, Bill, uh, Bill, Bobby, uh, I had this argument with Bill the other day. Um, honestly, for me, if I got a woman pregnant right now and I thought, she, you know, if she she wanted to get an abortion, right? I would look and see, you know, you know, is she tall? Can I get an athlete out of this? You know, there'd be a couple factors, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you know, and, and if I thought, you know what? Yeah. What's your, what's your 40 time? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> can you do me a favor? Jump and get that off the top shelf. <laughs> you you put her through like an NFL <laughs> fucking combine. combine. <laughs> uh, running through a combine. And if I decided, like, listen, I should have the right once I get her pregnant. If she says she doesn't want to have the kid, I should have the right. Because this is what I would probably want to do of saying, okay, have the baby. I'll keep it. And you're going to sign something to stay the fuck out of its life. Like, why don't yeah. I have that right? That's yeah. my, that's my, just as much mine as it is yours. Because guess right. what? If, if, if I marry um, a girl who has no real business skills, right? And I start a new company tomorrow after we got married, she gets 50% of whatever that company does as long as I fucking started it after we got married. Well, right? that's your business. She but shouldn't she didn't have an do opinion. A fucking single thing for it, but I got to give her half my business. But so that, if I, I mean, want that kid, I should get that kid. 
Right. Like if, if I'm telling you, like you want you don't want to have the baby. Okay. I get, you don't want to have it because you know, it's going to ruin your life and this and that you're not prepared, but I want it. So yeah. you're going to have to suffer through that nine months. Give me the baby and now get the fuck out of the way. I don't want you coming in and out either. Like that's yeah. mine. Now I will take it from you. The two of you decided it. to have consensual sex. Then the two of you need to decide what you're going to do with exactly. it. Exactly. I agree with that. I think it should yeah. lean. You know, I think there should be a little lean okay towards the that. woman. I'm a little lean okay to 60, lean. 40. I'm, a, I'm okay with a 60, 40, but don't go I'm any higher lean. than I'm pro lean. I'm pro lean. We are pro lean. Pro leans. So we're both pro lean. We're big leaners. We're All also right. pro abortion combines. Right. Abortion. <laughs> you got to have a fucking, you got to have a combine if you're going to decide. Are you pro uh, registering as a sex offender? Um, I do not want to register as a sex offender. <laughs> no, uh, no I'm not pro that, Bob. So you might want to rephrase <laughs> that for any I'm audio. Saying- audio okay. that comes up later um but yeah i'm cool with them registering i'm cool with anything that pisses people all right, all right. Yeah, anything that pisses them off i'm good with um <laughs> so we should talk real quick um we do have this orwellian ministry of truth which i know mm-hmm. uh you haven't really followed the same way i haven't followed johnny depp right so oh actually you know what you know what? hold on we're gonna hold off on the ministry of truth i want to talk right. about the pfizer documents first because it ties into this so the funny thing about roe v wade did you notice that it was announced Roe v. Wade was announced literally on the day that we hit the highest inflation rates in mm-hmm. the history and they raised the uh, interest rate. They did an interest rate hike of a half a point, which is the most in like 20 years on the day of Roe v. Wade. And we had the uh, inflation hike and we had the all time high in gas prices. We literally had everything in the world that you would want to cover up happened on the day Roe v. Wade dropped. Pfizer documents, you know, all the, it all happened right when Roe v. Wade dropped. You want to talk about false flag Roe v. Wade? Man, I tell you what, it's weird that I made the 9-11 reference with pre and post Roe v. Wade, because what happened the day before 9-11? Trillions of dollars missing from the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Next thing, you know, next day, boom, you know, boom, two, two quote planes hit the Twin Towers, you know, and we're not allowed to question that, you know, and then so, this happens on the eve of the Pfizer documents, as well as on the eve of, like you said, uh, the, the largest interest rate hike in, in a long. Dude, you raised interest rates a half point. That's why I said I posted a tweet. I said I'm short everything in my portfolio, and if you're not, you're retarded. Because welcome to the bloodbath. This shit's about to go heavy. Mm-hmm. Gone. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm with you on that. So you know, when we talk about timing. And, and distractions, the, Roe v. Wade is way bigger of a distraction than, you know, everybody says the Johnny Depp Amber Heard is. That's just fucking uh, theater, fuck, man. That's for fucking That's like TM. a movie. It's for Bill Rupp. It's like a Netflix series. It, it'd be like if if you watched a fucking, this is, all this is, is, is Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, the Netflix series, because when the little that I did watch, it's a play. This is what this is. It's a fucking play. He's reading text that he wrote to his wife as if he's reading fucking Shakespeare to be or not to be. Uh oh. Like, what? Go to my Twitter, see if it's still there. All right, hold on. Did you lose Twitter? I don't know. It's saying tweets aren't loading right now. Oh, great. This, this fucking podcast is about to take <laughs> a fucking hard left turn. Um... Yeah, you're good. Okay, good. Oof. All right, yeah, because usually I know it does that sometimes. I'm still there. I can't believe you seriously just interrupted the fucking yeah, podcast. Way more important than anything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go on. Carry on. No, We're live. I, so, you know, it's all that is is Kabuki Theater, uh, but the big distraction, yes, is Roe v. Wade because that's really what's happening, you know, like you were saying, in the midst of 
a lot of important stuff that's happening, you know, outside of it. But if you're following the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing, like very close, like it's the same, in my opinion, as you watching a Netflix series, as long as you are aware of what this is like, you know, because defamation of character suits should not last this long. I mean, and the fact that it's on the front pages everywhere. And, and, and the number one thing, and I'm going back to, I'm doing some women hating today, which is. Let's go. Let's just fucking do it. I love you, ladies. Fucking, I love you, ladies. Send me pictures. No, nah. Did I get no, like, I, I used to get so much fucking sex mail from chicks, like texts and DMs. I get none anymore, Bob. It's very, just very depressing. I wonder if it's our, our topics. No, nah, we're just not famous anymore. We're all shadow banned uh, and shit, you know? Yeah, we're not shadow banned. And that's another reason why, you know, I think women are very shallow when it comes to that shit, too. But yeah, realistically, like, like, the fucking Me Too believe all women, like, the same fucking people, when Johnny Depp was going down, and they were saying, Me Too, believe all women, believe Amber Heard, are lining up outside the fucking courthouse, cheering on Johnny Depp and saying, Amber Heard's a fucking psychopath, sociopath. Yep. And we're, we're yep. seeing it on a public scale, the the Me Too movement being exposed. Whether it's theater, whether it's real, we're seeing it happen. Like, and all these fucking Me Too women are the same people that are pro Johnny Depp right now. And so, you know, that that's a really important thing. Now, if you want to score one for men or just score one for, for justice, realistically, like, this is happening all over the country. But what it comes down to is this. It comes down to the fact that Johnny Depp's fucking good looking and it's the same theory as if a guy is hitting on you or whether or not he's creeping on you (laughs) has to do with whether or not he's attractive if he's not attractive he's creepy if he is attractive then he's hitting on you if johnny depp looked like steve buscemi this would not be on television and women would not be supporting steve buscemi and that's the fucking problem i have with like this whole fucking thing that's going on. And you don't even have to watch it to understand how people are reacting to it. Yep. I mean, it's, it's fucking hysterical. I've, I've said that forever. A good looking man yeah. can make every single me Too believe all women female go completely opposite and yeah. cross over. And it's line. so true. When I hear girls say like, Oh my God, that guy's so creepy. He's looking at me over there. I'm like, yeah, what if he looked like fucking Matthew McConaughey? Right. Then you'd be telling your friends, I need to fuck him. Like the right. perception is reality, right? Because he's fucking fat and disgusting. But if he's good looking, all of a sudden you get like, dude, obviously me and you are fucking like alpha humans, right? Like we're well, we don't have to worry about this. Good I'm speaking for just people. the disgusting looking dude. Right. Which is not us. We're so good looking. You know, yeah. like I would say like top half percent of the world. And uh, I'd say if there's 10 dudes in a room, I look better than eight of them. I look better than nine plus you. but it's so true like we can get away with stuff that fucking you know fucking fat guys can't get away with because fucking it's that hypocritical um beauty factor that is very important it is very Mm -hmm. important to be good looking if you commit a crime so uh, it is it is funny listen from an entertainment value it's an amazing trial to find out that she shit on his bed i mean i this is i hear it in drips and drabs bob i literally watched so when i said i didn't watch any of it that was a lie I came across a clip and I was like, what is everyone talking about? Who fucking cares about this fucking guy? Like he's a fucking weirdo and she's a fucking psychopath. I don't care. I don't watch fucking housewives of Orange County. I don't watch these fucking shows. I'm not going to watch this fucking reality show. Kyle Rittenhouse. Fuck that fucking kid too. Piece of shit. I don't fucking (laughs) care about him or any, any of these things that they tell me I need to focus on. I intentionally don't focus on, but I did see one little like one minute thing. And I mean, the, all I saw was Johnny Depp looking like he was in the biggest 
blockbuster movie of all time acting as he was reading text messages. And I was like, I'm good. Click not watching any more of this. And I checked out. I mean, dude, it, that's as soon as I saw Johnny Depp reading his text, like Shakespeare, I mean, but the funny thing about it is, is this one line he was texting like one of his buddies and he was reading it. He was like, he goes, you want me to read this? And like, they were, you know, turning was like, yes. He goes, this is the slithering whore that I donate my, <laughs> that I donate my sperm to at the house. Like he's reading this, like he's like, he's auditioning for yeah. the role of fucking, oh you know, pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, like a king. Like... the slithering whore that I donate my <laughs> sperm to at the oh. house at the moment. Take this you know? indiscriminate sack of money, peasant, and find out <laughs> if my whore of a wife is there. If my whore of a wife, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> Yeah, you know? oh, it's great. The uh, so so the uh, Pfizer documents to touch on that thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this shit is just hysterical. It, it's just funny at this point that they're like, uh, we like I said, we talked about it on No Mercy Plus a little bit, but it's it's just crazy how like they're all this shit's coming out right now. We knew it was going to come out. It's all coming out that now certain people shouldn't get the vaccine and that they lied on the reports and this and that. It's just like the world we live in right now, like when I see people getting so mad and and relying on the court system and the government and like, you know, all that, I'm just like, dude, this is all fake. Like every day I just, you know, Crystal Teeny. Mm -hmm. So Crystal Teeny is one of my best friends. I love her to death. Um, She just got her Twitter deleted, uh, Instagram deleted. So that's why I freaked out right now. Oh, really? Yeah. She just got her main one. So follow her. Uh, at Crystal Tini, T-I-N-I, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-T-I-N-I 13. Crystal Tini 13. Most of you know who she is. We did a lot of stuff together and, you know, I've promoted her account. She's promoted mine. She's been on No Mercy. Um, but make sure you follow her, Crystal Tini 13. I don't know if they're going to bring it back. It's one of those like, oh, we had suspicious activity. And sometimes it comes back in a couple days and sometimes it never comes back. So either way, um, what the fuck, where the fuck was I going with that? Um, we were talking about the Pfizer documents. Okay. And then what? So what did she have to do with the Pfizer documents? I don't know. Was she speaking outwardly against it? I have no idea. What would, there was something else. Okay. You don't remember? Mm Mm-mm. Fuck. There was something about Crystal. All right. Well, anyway, follow Crystal Teeny. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this, oh, oh, there we go. And I just found it. I just, see, I stumbled back across it. So, um. She was fucking with me and joking around. Uh, we we're texting back and forth about how hard I am to get a hold of, right? Like, and you know that mm-hmm. I'm a fucking nightmare, right? And she said something like, "I don't even think you're a real person," and I'm like, "I don't think I'm a real person either." And and she laughed. She goes, "Honestly, I, I actually know what you're talking about right now because I don't either." Like, we're all just anyone who's gotten deep enough in this is just starting to realize, like, this is Hunger Games. Like, this is fucking Westworld. Like, this this isn't real. This can't all be happening right now. Like, you can't go through thousands of years of semi-normalcy to now have all this shit happening nonstop. Every day there's another false flag, another chaotic thing going on. There's someone manipulating this algorithm and just, like, jacking it up. Like, you ever see them electrocute someone, you know, where they start off, like, Yes. And there's someone just, like, fucking, like, a little kid got control of the simulation. And it's like, let's do this! And just jacked it all the way up right now. So, like, I don't care about any of this shit. So I know everyone's freaking out about, we told you the vaccine. We told you the vaccine. We all fucking knew it. We know the vaccine's bad. We know that everyone's fucking getting blood clots from it. Nothing's going to change. This is going to be out of the fucking news in, like, a fucking week and a half. 
It's never going to even hit the people that it needs to hit. It's just going to run through Truth Social and the people on Twitter that are going to point it out. But what do you think about all this, this Pfizer documents? Do you think this is going to make a long-lasting impact about the Johnson & Johnson stuff? I mean... Well, that's the problem. You know, it's the whole, tr if the tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, does it make a sound? Well, if the Pfizer documents drop, you know, on true social, do they really reach anybody? Right. You know, because, I mean, it's already being released to the people that knew what the fuck this was to begin with. So our new people, like if I call my mom right now and say, mom, do you know about the Pfizer documents? She's going to say no. Right. So, my mom is too. Yes. And so my whole thing is this, as they're deleting people's accounts and shadow banning the information and developing ministry of truths where you can, you know, manipulate on the spot, you know, social media posts, um, is this going to have an effect on anything? No. And that's why, like, I know we joke about it because from a selfish standpoint, that's why I keep saying, I need my Twitter back. I need my check mark back. We all need to be reinstated. Most I need my job back. Nah, I need yeah. my fucking job back. Nah, they yeah, fired you. me because you I wouldn't would get a fucking been vaccine. Pablo Escobar. That's true. <laughs> That's only because I'm opportunistic and I'm talented. But right. what about the untalented yeah. radio people that, you know, still have fucking jobs? Right. There are a lot of untalented people that are employed right and now. And they won't give you your job back when they reverse all this stuff. Like they want No, like what's gonna happen to my court case? Like, hey, look, all this information came out that it was harmful and I was right. Uh do I get fucking compensation? Yeah. Do I get cumulus eight media? months salary? Yeah. From these people? No. You'll like, never get any of it. And the the craziest thing about all this is that it doesn't fucking matter. And the only thing that matters right now, the only thing to me that matters right now, the only thing is Elon Musk buying Twitter and doing what he said he's going to do. That's right. literally the most important, and everyone can make fun of me. You just want your check mark. You just want your Twitter. Yeah, I do. Because guess what? Wayfair doesn't happen without me having a check mark and a Twitter. Uh, all the stuff that, you know, whether it's from Inevitable ET to Crystal Teeny to Kate Awakening to Bob's videos that he was making, those were really waking up the world. What you're doing on Truth Social is waking up no one. What you're doing mm -hmm. on Twitter is waking up no one. What you, when you could start to attack the mainstream and get to Chrissy Teigen, uh, expose to Chet Hanks, expose fucking make things like Adrenochrome, a household name that's being said on TV shows. And so that's what we were doing back then. So the most important and only thing I'm focused on right now, I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. I don't give a shit about the documents. It's going to get fucking shadow banned. It's going to get fucking wiped out. They're not going to report it on the news. I wrote, There's big booms, big booms. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to watch in the midterm elections. There'll be some changes. Republicans will start to move forward unless the Democrats pull off their same play that they've been running over and over with this Roe v. Wade and end up fucking shifting it or rigging the elections. None of it's going to matter until those of us that are well-researched and that are bold and that have balls to either say what we were saying on Twitter or leave our jobs because they mandated a vaccine until the real gladiators, the real warriors, and the real soldiers are put down back on the digital front lines where we can start writing threads and making videos and fucking impacting through entertainment and fucking uh, knowledge. Until that happens, nothing's going to change. Like, nothing's going to change. Like, I promise you, nothing's going to change. That's why Elon Musk, in my opinion, is the be-all, end-all to everything. If he succeeds with this, then... It's on again, and we can actually change the world.
you know, and people are worried about this Biden ministry of truth. Let me tell you something. The ministry of truth has been around for a hundred years since the fucking printing press, you know, was made. The ministry of truth has been around controlling, you know, information. Even before the printing press, there's always been a ministry of truth. But I saw it firsthand with my job. And and those 4 a.m. talking points that they talk about or that, that room on the 13th floor or whatever where they, they release the talking points for that day, that's fucking real. Mm-hmm. I used to get to my job at 5.30, and there was already an email in my inbox of talking points on everything. And it was all yep. like, you know, pro-jab, yep. Yep. anti-Trump, yep. you know, Trump's a racist, this, that. And it's like fucking people that have fucking doctorate, master's degree telling – basically saying, hey, these are our talking points for today. If you want to talk about Afghanistan, this is our stance. If you want to talk about vaccines, this is our stance. Mm -hmm. This is the corporate stance. This is what you're going to talk about. And then what our job is, is just to regurgitate what we're reading from these people that wake up earlier than us. And, you know, that's why I know people have seen that video of the news outlets reading Mm -hmm. the same story. This is, I mean, this is nothing fucking new. The only thing that I'm pissed about is that you know, like what you were saying, the the emergence of social media and independent outlets, you were seeing a cataclysmic shift to fucking YouTube and to podcasting and to, you know, just following Twitter threads. And and, and that's when they realize, oh, fuck, we're losing we're the losing power. Control. The only thing we can do is shut these people down. Yep. And you that's know? why it, we need the Elon Musk yeah. thing to be real, to have yeah. him not have. I mean, we know he has an ulterior motive. Let's just hope it's cloning us and not fucking turning Twitter into a fucking you know, another liberal fucking machine and acting right now. But, um, you know, because the cloning shit, Bob, I mean, listen, if he wants to clone me when I'm fucking 70, going, I don't give a fuck. Once I'm out of here, I don't care what you guys do with the rest of this earth. I'm off to another simulation. I'm off to one of the other 12 realms that fucking I don't have to deal with all this shit. But um, but that's why, yeah, I think it's I think it's so important to get our voices back and make the impacts that we're making, because right now it's just it's farts in the wind. I mean, yeah. It's literally farts in the wind. Look at the streets of Ukraine right now. Like, there's literally Tripoli posted something the other day. That was a great video. I mean, it was literally. He was like, <laughs> Tripoli was like, look at war torn Kiev. And it, it, it looks like, like a, a normal Friday night in Chicago. It, no, not Chicago. Not even Chicago, Chicago like Sacramento. Whole, like fucking uh, uh, like Puerto Sacramento. Vallarta or somewhere yeah. like a vacation. Something. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. I, I, remember, I remember replying, man, I wish Chicago was this war-torn right now. They'd be in a good situation. I mean, everyone's like, walking around the street. Lights are on. BMWs <laughs> driving by. No one has a fucking care in the world on that fake war. And uh, meanwhile, Biden's just sending $40 billion over there. Here you go. Take it. There you go. But um, I mean, you're starting to realize why Joe Biden's in office, you know, is because that's what that was one of the main things they wanted because Ukraine was like their, um, you know, it was like their trap house, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if you don't know what a trap house is, it's where all the, you know, drugs come in and out, you know, and so trap houses can have more than one function, but they were using Ukraine as as their trap house. Yep. And it's just funny because uh, you guys should definitely listen to the No Mercy Plus episode. The first one was a little bit of an abortion. I actually took it off. It, <laughs> no it was, a, it was a, literally it was an abortion. Wait, you took it down? I mean, we, it was a, it was a beta episode, and I was like, we're taking this shit down. The last one was really good. The last one was really good. Kurt finally See, locked I'm, in. I'm pro life when it comes to No Mercy. You just aborted. We aborted a No it. Mercy. Episode. Yeah, we're making it. I just aborted it. I was like, I'm aborting this one. Um, but the uh, the next one's really good. And we did talk a lot about Trump 
and uh, his relationship to uh, Johnson and Johnson. And a lot of the things that he's, there was a huge Trump fight between me and Danny to start it off for about 20 minutes. So you guys should check it out. But we talked about the ministry of truth. We talked about all this stuff. And the bottom line is it's nothing really matters right now. That's, that's what it is. Nothing matters. It's all nonsense. Just don't get caught up. The big thing that matters right now, Bob, that me and you should be throwing a motherfucking party over is the NFT community just got skull fucked oh. to, to levels that so bored apes are down 60 percent in oh. 10 days oh. 10 days the average nft wallet is down 92 percent since september oh. there was an 88 percent drop since the beginning of the year the nfts mm. are basically dust right now mm. and the stock market's crashing the nft market's crashing and now all the fucking nft libtards that are out there running around telling you to buy fucking uh uh, squiggly eyed turtles with funny hats on on skateboards for $50,000 are not, they don't know what the fuck's going on. Sell, sell. And now they're blaming Ukraine. They're blaming Biden. They're oh, blaming the wow. dollar. They're blaming the stock market. Meanwhile, their whole fucking talk track for the last year was that we are not correlated to any of that. We are our own ecosystem. We are our own world and we are impermeable to any universal or, or worldwide circumstances. And they're fucking Dusted. So any of you that decided to buy fucking uh, cartoon monkeys, great. I hope you got in. Like we said, hope you got in on any of this stuff early and flipped it. I'm all for scalping. We said it at the beginning. You want to go in and buy some of this shit and fucking flip it and make some money? Good. But those of you that thought this was the future, your future is now. And you just died. You're dead. NFTs are dead now, Bob. They're done. They're done. They're about to learn. I would like to think I had a small, small effect on the nft market even if it's tiny i already told you on the last podcast that i don't think you didn't and i gave you that compliment so i'm not doing it again i see what you're fishing for well i mean i'm not just anybody that missed you know that podcast i do want to say again (laughs) i did take a very hard line stance against nft and i even started my own market of rare jpegs where i basically drew an image on microsoft paint yep. and sold it for 120 dollars. so i'm wondering how this is going to affect my my market as well is my next jpeg going mean, to be worth start more the, now yeah you gotta start the jpeg market again you gotta ramp that up because that was uh, i yeah i think now is the time to pounce on the nft and i really I, I put have, the dagger in them I, I have a JPEG ready to go with your mug on it. So I mean, maybe maybe it's time. To... I mean, it should be because right now, I mean, maybe you should send it to space. Oh, yeah. Good segue. Very yeah, good. Because uh, NASA, NASA recently <laughs> said. Just launch it. Well, dude, just launch that fucking NFT to fucking space. <laughs> I really wanted to talk about this topic. So I'm glad we're getting to it right now. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me find it. I know what this is going to end up being. You talking about launching your dick pic to space. Oh, 100%. That's what this is going to be. Yeah. That sweatpants pic in orbit around our fucking planet. I mean, listen. So, Attracting uh, alien life forms. I mean, why wouldn't Tommy's you? dick is, you know, ends <laughs> Tommy's up. Tommy's dick saves the world. Being first contact with. You know, life from other. So here it is. So here's from the New York Post. NASA to launch naked pictures of humans to space in hope of attracting aliens. I mean, why wouldn't you send my dick? (laughs) I mean, if you're going to send a dick, it's a great dick. It's an it's an experienced dick. It's got a lot of fucking it's got a lot of mile. It knows it knows. I mean, it's 
all types of life forms. I mean, I probably <laughs> fucked an alien at some point. Who knows? Oh, God. I mean, the listen, there, there is no dick more prepared to handle uh, fucking a hot alien than mine. I got to be honest, the, the the drawing that they put in this article, which, by the way, looks like an NFT, looks like it was done on an Etch-A-Sketch of this naked dude and this naked chick waving and then a DNA, like, strand next to it. This guy's got a tiny unit. So, you know, we might as well send, send it. Well, Bill Bill looked up something where he said um, he read a document or something. He's like, <laughs> I wish he was on right now. Bill gets on the podcast and goes, I know why you're foolish. <laughs> I go, that's a funny word. Like, what do you mean? He's like, I figured out why you're foolish. And I go, why am I foolish, Bill? He goes, because in ancient times, they equated large penises to foolishness. And that's why most of the statues of David and others had very small penises. So I figured out why you're foolish. Like, so he's what? basically saying you have a big dick. I was like, that's the greatest compliment I've ever gotten. Thank you that very is, much. That is, that is the greatest compliment you could give somebody. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Bill. But uh, yeah, I think we should send my dick into space. Then I must be the most foolish person in the <laughs> You are the least foolish person I've ever met. <laughs> so every time you told me that I was the most logical thinking and smartest person, what you're basically <laughs> really saying, saying is I had the smallest small dick. dick. <laughs> Bob, that's a logically sound argument, small peck. I, I, I am K-altered you into saying it yourself. I think everyone will agree. I'm the logical <laughs> and intelligent one on the podcast. It was all building up to this moment right now where you can't backtrack on it because we have audio. But I mean, just think about how much money laundering is going on with Ukraine, the billions of dollars that we're sending over to Ukraine, that it's completely yeah. money laundering and the billions and billions of dollars we send to NASA every to NASA year to get this etch-a-sketch image For of their, a man. in a. I mean, this is the first thing NASA's accomplished. Elon Musk's accomplished more in a week than NASA's accomplished in the last 20 years. And the, the, finally, they literally say in the article that they believe this is the thing that can get us to communicate with alien life forms. So $500 billion of taxpayer money later, they came up with a fucking a, digital uh, dick into Oregon space. Trail, Oregon Trail fucking Apple like type graphic image of a dude and a fucking chick in a DNA strand launched into space. Billions of dollars. It reminds me of, uh, you, do you remember like that, that famous news clip? Oh, I saw a leprechaun. Yeah, and then they yeah, had the yeah, artist yeah, yeah, rendition yeah. They had the artist that rendition the of a leprechaun. The you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly. It's, it's the best video maybe ever in history. Yeah. One of the best videos. If you haven't seen that video, stop the podcast and look up leprechaun I mean, artist. Stop the podcast. We got like five minutes left. You can do it after. Uh, yeah. We do it after the podcast. Because you're not going to restart it. And we might say something awesome at the end. Like that image, that artist, you know, sketch of a leprechaun <laughs> is better than this image of a man and a, a human. It looks like an eight-bit graphic. Like yeah. I could, I could barely even tell what the fuck. It doesn't even look like a dick. Yeah, it, it doesn't even look like a dick. And then it looks like there's like a, a fucking swastika somewhere in the I, background. It's fucking it's weird, dude. This is weird, man. Weird. So they're they're trying to get off NFT so bad that they're launching it into fucking space. That's how far away they want to get. I get posted away from a tweet it. when they said Biden's going to send forty billion dollars to Ukraine. I was like, why does he just? Why don't we just fucking send him eighty thousand board apes? You know, like, exactly, just fucking, exactly. here you go, Zelensky. Here's fucking 80,000 fucking apes with hats and cigarettes. And, you know, it's yeah, good. We our ecosystem. Send them over to fucking Ukraine. And then there you go. Do whatever the fuck you want with it. Here's 50 Bitcoin. There you go. Yeah. You know, like, why aren't we making these transactions in Bitcoin Seriously, if that's so valuable? Yeah, go send all that shit over there. 
the uh, as far as the stock market though, I know a lot of guys have a lot of people have asked um, why I'm so doom and gloom on the stock market. Um, obviously, you just need to be logical. I talk about the age of reason, right? Like it's that's when I stopped, you know, being overly, you know, Bible oriented and religious. I got to the age of reason where I thought about everything. Bob's podcast, question a narrative, QTN, Kurt's line, everyone question everything, question everything. You know, the end of the podcast, you say good luck and stay questioning. Should question fucking everything, right? Because once you ask questions, you find answers. And the question is, those of you that have 401ks and IRAs and all this shit, when Biden got into office, did you really think things were going to go well? Like, are you really that fucking stupid that you knew that things weren't going to go well? You knew the stock market was going to crash. You knew we were going to end up in wars. You knew gas prices were going to rise. You knew inflation was going to shoot through the roof. And you also know right now that this motherfucker ain't done yet. So why are you still long in your portfolios? Why? The only reason you're long is because of fear. That is the number one reason, because you're afraid to make a change. You're afraid to do anything different because there's big ramifications because it's your life savings. I'm going to tell you right now, as I did on Twitter a week ago with full confidence, my entire life savings is short. I am betting on everything to go down over the next year. Everything. Everything is short. I'm short in gambling stocks. I'm shorting AMC. I'm short. Uh, and you name it. Anything that went up a lot, I'm short. And, and those of you that don't know how to do that, just buy fucking oil. I told you to buy yeah. oil at 60. Put your whole fucking portfolio in oil. If you could go up 100%, basically it was like $58 when I sent the tweet out telling everyone to buy oil in June of fucking 2021. You can go search my name, Tommy G Returns Crude Oil, and you'll see the fucking tweet. It's the first one that comes up. I told you, just take all your fucking money. I went from 25% to 65% of my portfolio in oil. That's all I'm long on right now. If you really mm -hmm. think Biden's going to keep doing all this shit, stop fucking around with digital monkeys. Stop fucking around with all this. Uh, just go buy oil and fucking sit on it. First of all, it's an actual commodity. It's a real thing. You're not owning something imaginary. Even a, You're not some, owning something that can go bankrupt. And you're owning something that you know they're trying to manipulate for multiple reasons because they're going to try and push their green energy shit. So they love when gas prices are through the roof. They love when oil prices are through the roof because it allows them to push their whole buy electric cars narrative. So if we got another couple of years of this fucking administration, there's your fucking moneymaker. That's what you should be doing with your money. It's safe. It's easy. It's effective. It's not a big culture shift for you where, oh my God, I'm getting out of all my stocks. I'm getting short and betting on things to go down. Buy fucking oil, sit on it, and your returns will be way better than anything else you're going to have in the stock market with almost no risk. So there's my stock lesson for the day. Yeah, I think that's a good lesson. The other thing is, and I've said this on my show, and I'll say it here, invest in the real. Invest yeah. in things that are real and tangible. You're even seeing that in the market of vinyl records, which are, you know, like outselling, you know, uh, compact disc or whatever the other physical form is of, of buying music. Um, because of the tangibility element. So, you know, oil represents, in my opinion, it, it represents like freedom. And, and I think mm -hmm. that the electric green movement represents control. You mm -hmm. can easily control and tax green energy way more than you can um, uh, fossil fuels. So that's something that is real tangible oil, something that's necessary for everything. And it's something that, you know, is that can actually physically like Bitcoin to me, it, it, like I said, is imaginary world. It's like investing in metaverse real estate. It's not tangible, but investing in real real estate is, right. you know, so you have to find the time that it's, it's a good time to invest in, in real estate so that you can grow your money. Right. But, and don't invest know. in real estate right now. Like that's the thing. You got to look at things from a perspective of 
do I trust this administration to do anything right. that's for the betterment of our economy? And if the answer is no, you should be selling your real estate. You should be getting out of all this stuff right and that's now. My, and then buy yeah, it back cheaper. And that's my point with oil. It's like you're almost betting against the house. Right. That's what right? you're doing. That's what I've, that's yeah. what we've been doing. I mean, dude, if you're you look betting at against it, the house, I mean, dude, 2008 oil was at one hundred eighty three dollars per gallon. I mean, think about that. One hundred eighty three yeah. right now. I mean, when Biden took over uh, and what would you say? What was the exact time you would say uh, Biden really took control? It's not November 2020, right? Uh, January November 2020 when people it was fifty dollars, fifty dollars yeah. and cents. Now it's one hundred doubled your life savings. Yeah. Most people could just fucking right now get out going to cash and you're great for the next fucking 15 years. Like, great. Shit, I would have invested in ammunition. Yeah. You know? Start investing in all that kind of stuff. So just use your brain. Think logically. Uh, I got to stay cash and show in a few minutes. So I got to right. get over to there. Anything you wanted to touch on before we wrap here? No, I mean, I think those are the important points. But, you know, I just I think what it really comes down to is that systems are corrupt. Right. Is that, you know, both both sides of arguments are have their hypocrisies and there's a logical middle ground, mm -hmm. you know, with right. fucking anything, you know, like like there's people that are acting completely absurd on both ends. Um, and I do want to close with this. I know we didn't talk about it, but I always talk about how they're killing comedy. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a lot of comedians, you know, being literally, I mean, you know, exiting this planet in one form or another, mm -hmm. however you want to think they they. Left they were murdered murdered whatever yeah chris rock getting attacked and now we're seeing dave, dave chappelle, chappelle getting attacked and there's you know there's a lot more to unravel with that but you know now now there's comedians it's free reign on people that speak out you know and i know dave chappelle made the joke and he stayed in character about how that that was a transgender person that attacked them but mm -hmm. you know people are becoming way too powerful and uh you know it's a sign that people are less um, receptive to humor now than ever before. Right. And it's, yeah. and it's a really bad and scary sign for comedians. When you start yes. getting random people, it's different. When Will Smith runs on stage and smacks Chris Rock. But when you start getting Dave Chappelle attacked on stage, I mean, a lot of these stand up comedians, I mean, you're seeing fucking these protesters run on the basketball courts and chain themselves. And what if they ran out with a knife and stabbed the fucking player? You know, you saw yeah. a girl try to jump into the UFC ring and got fucking tossed out. Like people are just getting a little too fucking comfortable right now running into fucking these these libtard maniacs they're they're bots they're drones they're they're nothing more than cyborgs that have been programmed by the left to go attack you know i must kill frank drebin that's how i look at these people yeah you know, well, he, like, you know Chappelle didn't get attacked still until he started going after the trans community mm -hmm. you know and i said this too i was like you know nft is like the trans movement of like fucking bitcoin you know <laughs> like that's that's really what it is like yeah. like once nfts got involved like the bitcoin people are like God, oh, come on like, stay yeah, in yeah. your own lane yep. dude like yep. they're extreme Jesus they're the extremists Christ. of the bitcoin community 100 yeah. percent. but i gotta get on a show um so guys make sure you check out no mercy plus uh it'll be dropping after this uh, it's a great episode. We fought about Trump. We talked about the Ministry of Defense. We didn't get to the new press secretary here on this podcast, but we did cover it on that one. So that's coming out. Uh, if you listen to the last one, I want you to listen to this one and let us know what you think. I think it's really good. Uh, and it's like a fluffier filler version uh, between the real podcast, the OG podcast, and irreplaceable No Mercy with Tommy G and Bob's Lessons. And uh, Bill Rupp will be back for the next episode. We'll find out how his Costco trip went. Bob, final word. 
Um, the text says you hope Bill die dies of a blood clot. Yes. Did you want to elaborate on that? Uh, wait till Bill's here to do that. Uh, you will okay. hear me say why. Uh, we had a whole debate about it. He was arguing with me because he got the vaccine, and I said I hope he dies of a blood clot. And All right, so that's the teaser it. for the next. That's one. the teaser for the next episode. You're going to find out why I'm rooting for Bill to die of a blood clot. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned <laughs> for Bobby, uh, the Bill Rupp who wasn't able to join us. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy.